leave imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. Of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the dawn. The Cody Hunt Show. Oh, yeah. Y'all already know what time it is. The moment that you've been waiting for. The one that you've been waiting to hear. The one that calls the call that calls the effect. Put your hands together for the baddest bitch in hell alone. God, Nicole Love. Hello. I'm in the love of the all, and all love is in me. I am a part of the all, and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all, and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all, and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all, as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. Hello. I'm sort of like a Monica, you know, she's seeking out uh, sex with important guys. I'm wanting to uh, meet people like that from different cultures because I want to learn about them because that's what Christ said. You go out and you minister to the people who are foreigners. You don't just spend your time necessarily with uh, the, the, the home people. You need your home people as a base. But you need to go out and, and find out truth and spread goodness everywhere. Truth is goodness. Truth is light. And that's what, what Christ is all about. You, you're not afraid to learn truth. You're not. You know, all these cathedrals and things that were built in his honor. Why? He was wonderful. Why was he wonderful? Not because he, he hung around a little group, but because he was out trying to. He told the big guys, look, stop being bullies and cowards. Let the poor people into your church. Everybody, God gives us all a unique spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our, our timing is different. Everybody's fingerprints are different either. We have the right to read the gospel. Yeah. They shouldn't keep the Bible from us. That's right. The church is not a political organization where you've got a few little guys up here telling all the mothers what to do. Mm-hmm. Who were who were the ones with Jesus Christ at the you know, when at, on the third day? There was not one disciple there with him. It was the three women. So why are we leaving women out? Women in Scotland at least, my culture are we're partners with our men. We we need the authority of a husband. We want a strong moral husband. But what is that uh, passage, uh, you know, about the uh, the good wife? You know, I can't remember. It's in, uh, in Proverbs. I mean, the virtuous Proverbs. woman. Yes, yes. Right. And she's buying, selling property. Yeah, right. She's she's doing everything. She's certainly not a no. So why keep her? Why keep her at home, barefoot and pregnant? Mm-hmm. And not being able to read and speak three languages and, and welcome all the foreigners and, you know, to come in. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what Jesus Christ would be doing if he were right here. 
he would be here right with me saying, go for it, little woman. You know, I'm giving you the strength to, to tell the daggone truth. And if you get killed tomorrow, you're going up there. That's anyway. right. Well, now these, uh, you mentioned when you get to be a bird colonel, and they have this initiation that involves all this sexual debauchery. Yeah. Now, would Drinking first. Get them good and drunk. Oh, big time drunk. Because there would be some of these who, uh, if they were sober, they wouldn't go through couldn't with it. Couldn't go through with it. Uh-huh. They'd have to be blasted. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And now do you suppose, I don't know, your husband maybe told you, when they go through this, this all the stuff that they do, are there people there gathering information? Of course. Intelligence on them. Of course. The chaplains are intelligent. You know, in the in Nazi Germany, that you had to tell on your parents, or in the Soviet mm-hmm. Union, they, they encourage you to tell on your parents. Uh-huh. Phil Holwager, uh, guys who go to Yale, who become chaplains, the chaplain corps is tell all the tales on everybody. They have collections agencies. They, these Marines, are ordered to go and collect so and so at so and so. If a Marine tells truth, if he's a whistleblower, if the wife is too much trouble, they collect them, they throw them in, they fill them full of chemicals, they'll do, they'll implant little things in them. I, I believe that my husband has an implant. Well, now, McVeigh said he had a chip in. I believe George did. Now, now ask yourself, all right, George, I know George has a, a male, had a male friend. Oh. You know, he has a male friend. Your, hus- your husband is bisexual. Yes, he's bisexual. Uh, and I was told that by colonels and a captain, uh, by a, a psychiatrist. Um, uh, what percentage do you think of these higher-up people are bisexual? Oh, all of them. If they're, if they're in special operations, if they're Marines, they're, they're all bisexual. They've all had to do it. In order to get to be a bird colonel, mm-hmm. special oper- the SEALs, it's kind of like the fast road to the top. Uh, the, you know, so a guy could not be a SEAL without having... Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe so. I, I haven't met one that I don't believe would have done it. And judging from what a couple of colonels told me, it's just, that's the norm. It's just you women, you know, y'all are so sissy, y'all are just, you know, you don't, you don't understand how it is. We're under so much pressure. And when Valerie Wilhelm told me that, about Charlie, I just could not believe. Charlie she, Wilhelm would be a... He's a, he's, a, he's a general now, down in Miami. And she was just saying, oh, well, you know, he's run around. He has to, she said. He's under so much pressure. And, and I just, and, and she was saying... Um, that, of course, I had met Charlie in Norway, um, and Charlie is sort of someone my husband just idolizes. And um, he, uh, and Michael O'Boyle is another one. Uh, Michael is my husband's special friend. And when my husband retired, uh, we went to Al Gray's office. This was a traumatic thing for me. It was a really weird day. we drove up with his son, Douglas, and my son, Garland. We went to the commandant's office. They had, you know, 
something to nibble on and eat and, you know, just a, a little something. And his wife, Jan, came over from 8th and I Street, Commandant's house, with her dogs. She sleeps with stuffed animals and dogs. I don't think there's any lovemaking that goes on with, with Al Gray and his wife, quite honestly, and neither do the colonel. Um, she is a wonderful, sweet person, scared to death. She worked for his intelligence organization. And then she supposedly took care of his mother. And then they married, you know, because you, he, he would not have made it. Everybody knew he was, he was a homosexual, not a bisexual. This is a homosexual commandant. Uh-huh. I um, talked to people who actually, one woman who went to one of the parties, she was French, and she married a naval officer. And it was when George and I were first married, and I told George about what she said about General Gray. She said, you cannot believe this man is totally debauched. This man is, is, does these group sex orgies in, outside of Marseille, France. He's just horrible. You know, she said, no, I have to admit, I was party girl, you know, went to these parties and um, so forth. But uh, she, what, what would happen is, and I met a, a guy in the laundromat who was very, very, um, he was enlisted and he was involved in, in Beirut and he knew my husband. He was uh, going back and forth from Gaeta to the uh, uh, New Jersey to ship and then, you know, into Beirut on the beach and everything. And he worked for an, an admiral. Now, this is, a, this is a big admiral. And the admiral, would they would go to these parties at this big mansion outside of Marseille. What they did was they invited the, the wild girls, the secretaries, this went on in, in Indonesia. My husband had a secretary. Anne Bushu's husband, Hank, was sleeping with the secretary. My husband was sleeping with the secretary and Anne Bushu. They were doing, because my husband's wife wasn't there, so they had their little menage à quatre. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, my husband was sleeping with Anne Bushu, who's now, he says, a, a, a lesbian, you know, but he was sleeping with her and, you know, r- called her right after his wife died the night, you know. And I found the telephone numbers and, you know, her address and her birthday and all these letters he was writing. Is there a disease that runs rapidly oh, people? yeah, yeah. So, um, but Al Gray, uh, this guy, would guard the parties. Now, how does that make a young guy feel who's got a child? He's guarding an orgy with Israelis. There were Israelis at these parties. Intelligence people. Intelligence? There's not intelligence there. There's perversion. There's, there's psychological, uh, you know. These guys are abnormal. They're adolescents. They're not full, complete people. They're, they can't have normal. Anyway, so he's guarding the parties, and he says, the secretary, the girls come in, they stay till about 11. They're all nude, all nudists. The Earl, Jim and Nancy Earl, my husband, Ty Kroll, most of the, uh, uh, makes it easier, you know, to see the little, you know, it's terrible. They're nudists in the sense that? Yeah, they're, they're nudists. Okay, so they have, what? Freedom. Oh, I see. Freedom. Um, it's really kind of religious, isn't it? Yeah. With them. Yeah. yeah. 
But the girls, the women leave at about 11 o'clock. This is what he said. I mean, I knew the girls were there because I'd already talked to, the, talked to the French girl. And he said, well, you know, what they do is the women leave at about 11 o'clock, maybe 1 o'clock, and the guys all stay around there. And, and it's just the ritual. This is what they do. So, and then I, then I found out. Um, These are the guys that send their boys to war. Got the big guy. Then I found out because my husband would mention this guy and that guy, you know, that he went to school with, Bob Edwards. But the guy who recruited him, Charles Caddock, who was a well known homosexual, who was the quote head teacher but the bodyguard for the Saudi boys. See, the Saudi boys were encouraged to do this to corrupt them. <clears throat> they were corrupting. Muslims who would not have done this ordinarily. The parties at Aramco, they would give the young boys, get them really drunk, and encourage Muslim sons to do this kind of stuff. Muslim sons who would have a strong tendency toward uh, morality. Yes. And yes. to abhor this kind of kind That's of, right. But if they could get them drunk and loaded enough that they would do yes. this one time. Then they would gain a controlling edge on these guys. And who do you think did it? Charles Caddock and Borland, these guys, Alexander Robinson, Cheeseborough, who was the headmaster. The Saudis bought Russell House at the Hun School in Princeton. They brought over Mohammed Faisal and, you know, Saud, Khalid Saud. They didn't really go to classes. And who was the young man who was partying with him? My husband, George Briggs. Who was in the group with him? Einstein. I mean, I, my husband was partying with Albert Einstein. I said, well, you know, I didn't. And, I didn't. and when would this have been? At what age in 52, his life? 52, 53, 54, okay. 55. Um, I believe he said that Mohammed came over in 54. It was right after the murder, <clears throat> the poisoning of the one who was really good. Okay. See. So your husband would have been a young guy, 18, 19 years old? Oh, he was, he was only, when they first got to him, he was in high school. So he was, he was ninth grade. And he would be there? He was at the school with these homosexuals. They sent his parents to California, got him a little Boy Scout job, his father. He didn't see his parents for eight solid years. And this is amazing. I see. So then the transference is these people become your parents. They're oh, the course. ones you look up to. Yeah, but they're doing things to you. Sure. Oh, they're sodomizing you. Of course. And Albert Einstein was actually... Within that homosexual group, bisexual group. Absolutely. Camus. Camus. Sartre. Camus. Now, Camus did not... I don't believe my husband actually met Camus, but Camus was a lover of his French teacher at Princeton. Not Todeve, not the one who helped him with his paper whom he had an affair with. And I was told that by normal roommates whom he had later on and by another roommate. Um, they knew George was doing this stuff. George was, um, he was a cheerleader. Um, he was a French major. He, were, there, were there any other young teenagers from that particular setting yes. that was that were also being Bob cultivated. Edwards. 
Bob Edwards, who's a Marine Corps colonel, was part of that group. And my husband met with in Bob Edwards in high school. Bob Edwards went on to Fort Benning. He was in psychological warfare. In fact, he was involved with the subterfuge in when I, after I was injured and, and my husband socked me in the breast and I had to have surgery um, because he'd already broken a leg and I was starting to document the violence. But I'm such an upfront person and I wanted him, all I wanted him to say was, I'm sorry, Kay, I did this. But I was trying to do, like they said Rosie Greer did, you put a mirror, if, if you're battering your wife, you put a mirror up in front of you, photograph, and you try to imprint the lower brain because I wanted to save his soul. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy had murdered his first wife, battered her to death. I mean, he dragged her body back. I mean, it was just, Sue had a cerebral hemorrhage. It, that's too much for me to get into. But he was doing that to me, and I stopped him from drinking, thinking this would stop the battering. But I started taking notes, taping things, you know, while he'd go in these rages. Because I wanted somebody to know. Mm -hmm. I wanted somebody to help me so I wouldn't die. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd had surgery. I'd had broken bones. And I was trying to reach out for some help. And so I was trying to get him to realize what he was doing to me. And I told him, I said, George, I know you did this to Sue. Do you really want me dead? You know, this is, so, but he started getting scared and he was cool. Did he ever admit he, to you that he, that he was responsible for his first wife's death? He, uh, yeah, he, he, he came, he said, um, he admitted that they didn't get along. He admitted that he didn't love her. That he battered her. He admitted that he, he'd hurt her. He admitted that he dragged her body back uh, after she supposedly collapsed at dinner. Now, this is a 200-pound woman. You know, she's huge. So she's not happy. She's sleeping with her dog. <laughs> she doesn't sleep with her husband. Because he's too busy sleeping with other people. He doesn't find her attractive. He's sleeping with Nancy Earl, and you know, I mean, it's it's just the most crazy. And she she loves him because you know he's handsome. And what is she going to do? She's never worked a day in her life. Her mother loves him. Mm -hmm. It's like me. No, who would believe you that a handsome, wonderful guy? You know, oh, but George is so nice. So. And this is what the wives go through. They know that it'll be hard. So, the, and the guys just, what, what George did was, he had clout in the State Department, and they knew that, that I just loved showing people around. So he would plan something that I just had to do. I would be hooked, mm -hmm. like, like a hook and a fish. And he had some dignitaries who came over from, where did they come from? They were parliamentarians from, I think these were from one of the Latin American countries, Panama. And of course we had to go to Richmond. So I had to stay overnight with them and George didn't want to go with me. And it just so happened that Bob Edwards, his army colonel friend, invited him to come up and meet with some of the guys. You know, at New Hope, Pennsylvania, or Bucks County, or wherever it was. Well, he had already been talking to Phil Hallwager about 
the abuse because I had gone in for surgery. Uh, and I thought it was very unusual that Phil Holwager was there during the surgery, kind of holding George's hand. It wasn't for me. It was to make sure George didn't fall apart, to make sure that the doctor, I didn't say anything when I was under sodium pentothal, you know, covering George's ass. Mm-hmm. Excuse my French. But he was the chaplain at Fleet Marine Force Atlantic and, and was the chaplain for Sue's funeral. He knew what George had done. And he runs around on his wife. You know, he's playing golf all the time. He and George were playing golf with a single woman, and I found out. And I said, what do you all, you know, he's the so-called chaplain, and he went to school with Gary Hart. He was a classmate of Gary Hart at Yale. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a colleague of Pat Robertson, that's why he, you know, not the saying that Pat Robertson does that kind of thing. I don't think he does. I'm sure he doesn't, but they went to Yale mm-hmm. and so forth. But uh, so George um, was uh, a violent man, and he started um, knowing that I was sort of going to do something. So he started doing certain things. And, um, you know, it, uh, it, now looking back, um, mm-hmm. I, I can see why, because of the, the violence, he wouldn't have been able to use his 45 anymore if he'd been, um, convicted of battering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would not have been able to use his pistol anymore, carry it. So they wanted to make sure that he was protected. So the wife has got to go. The wife is way down the totem pole. Um, It doesn't matter what wife. And that's the reason the wives are so afraid, the Marine wives. And they all talk cryptically and, you know, they they even talk outside the house. Talk cryptically. There's there's code words and double meaning words. Yeah. uh, What's 10 p.m. Saturday TV? Hmm. No, no, it's Saturday. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I think this pretty well sums up um, okay. this segment. Lester, is, is there anything you can think of? I can see where we'll do this again sometime um, as this develops on tomorrow. Let's see, tomorrow Sunday, uh, Monday. What we'll do um, is there always if we make a copy of this so there's yeah, two of these. Yeah, see sure. Absolutely. And yours. Sure. Okay, we'll make copies of this sure. stuff tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, don't lose that. No, thing. no. <laughs> but this this is interesting. It talks about sabotage, subterfuge. This is the standard army book teaching men to lie, cheat, steal, be uh, peeping toms on women. Now, if they don't allow women in there and they can peeping Tom all the wives they want, they don't need movies, mm. pornography. They, they, you know, it's, and they go on all the TADs they want. TAD is a... Just take off, just tell their wife they're going. And they, they can lie because it's all secret. Mm-hmm. We don't have to tell our wives anything. And it's, yeah, it's intelligence. It's work. Oh, it's intelligence. Yeah, sure, it's intelligence. <laughs> it's... 
That's interesting. But this is this is really, I mean, yeah, this is full of, full of, and this is just a mild teal commando T-shirt. Yeah. That's a that's a T-shirt that a seal would would wear. Yeah. Oh yeah. This uh, this I uh, played Nancy Drew, Miss Marple, and uh, I infiltrated. If that's the word you could use, the SEAL reunion this year. Um, they spent a lot of money showing off, you know, jumping out of helicopters and, you know, probably $100,000 was spent. I don't know how much, but, I mean, the military was providing the funds for this little game on the beach at Fort Story. Yeah. And then there was each one of the teams has T-shirts with all sexual yeah. You know, all about, I mean, think about the, every the weapon. The driving motivation of all this stuff is... is uh, Go for it. Yeah. So I went to the party. I took my life in my hands. I called a couple of friends and said, if I don't if I don't come back, I'm at the SEAL party, and I'm going to pretend that I'm a SEAL wife. And I'm going to go to this drunken party. And, of course, I have an eagle on my car. Little old, they they try to get me to get rid of it. So you can get access. So I I went in there, um, and you know that ninety percent of the people there were men. They, they didn't have wives. This party. And the women that were there were probably yeah, uh, there, a few wives, but feeling very uncomfortable. So I sort of got in with some of the older seals. Did your husband ever mention the name of Lieutenant Colonel Bo Greitz? No, but I I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um. And but he has a lot of army friends. Not that he doesn't know Bogrites. I'm sure that Bogrites is is well known to to some of these guys. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he's army. Could be. I, I'm sure he's not a marine. I know he's not a marine. Uh, I, I don't believe he's a marine. Okay. But he's a he's a gorilla. He's commando. Yeah, but his his name didn't come up as. Anything in intelligence? Uh, no, my husband was way above Bogrites' level. My husband mentioned uh, people like um, McFarlane and Crow. Uh, Crow is his tennis buddy, I think. You know, uh, Hag, Alexander Kissinger, Hag. the uh, Victor Krulak. Uh, see, Gray is is the control guy. Gray and and Joy. Mm-hmm. Joy's big guy because, and, but Joy lost his job at Morale, Welfare, and Recreation, I believe, because I told somebody, it, maybe that he, I didn't think he, wasn't because of me that he lost his job, but they made him move on somewhere else. Uh-huh. Because he was at Morale, Welfare, Recreation, which is uh, kind of a, a money laundering thing. They run all the ostrich clubs, all the um, recreation. It's not a private, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's all run by the military, even though it's supposedly not military. Mm-hmm. And they give the good old boys these, these jobs. I mean, he was probably earning $200,000. Their retirement for a colonel, my husband, just the, the retirement salary was $50,000, $60,000. Then they give them these other jobs, so their income is two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000. Mm-hmm. Now, that is not right. But it would certainly purchase loyalty. Oh, 
definitely. They all get swimming pools behind their house. Who's, who's ever going to bite the hand that feeds that good? No, nobody. Dirty business, you know, but all of the captains and all of the admirals know this and wink just really, really, really bad. And these are, this is taxpayer money, hard-working people who are just wondering where the money is going to come from to, to pay their taxes. Mothers of children who are having to work two jobs to feed their three children. And they're spending $10 million on phallic-shaped weapons. I went to the Army show just, just last week. I was up there. They had a hearing on Okinawan uh, rapes a day. You know, they call it a, a murder rape a day or whatever, you know, crime a day by Marines in, in Okinawa. And I went up there. John Conyers had a hearing. And, and they also had the Army show, which I had gone to a couple of years before. And in the basement of the, uh, this big hotel, they had these 200 or more vendors of weapons. Israel is, is in, has a joint venture. IAI has a joint venture with, is it TRWTWR, that does all the uh, credit reports yeah. on Americans. Whoa. Now, they have the computers together. The Israelis stole the whole in-law system and sold it back to the Justice Department. And there were murders over that. Mike Fuller knows all. Mike Fuller was a former assassin who's talking, and they are after him. Believe me, I met him through Sarah. <clears throat> he and oh, um, what about this Victor Marchenko? Um, you're you're pictured with him. What's yeah, the well, he is a typical example of the mercenary who is brought over from Czechoslovakia, Poland, uh, Romania. Mm-hmm the Eastern Bloc countries, who were actually KGB, double agents. Oh, Marchenko. Okay. The family, yeah, his family were, yeah, he, his family came over. They weren't even citizens. In other words, they bring over the young men. Right. They work for five years, and then they become citizens. Now, I'm not saying, I mean, if you, I've, I've read his book. I, I wanted to meet the guy. He knows George. He knows who George is. Uh, I read two of his books just to see, to see if it's what George said, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. balance mm-hmm. and what these other guys. If you read Marshenko's book, you'll see what my husband, the arrogance. Well, sure, we're going to go into this embassy. You know, we're going to go, we're going to put a whore with this person and we're going to, spy on them and what they're doing and you know we're going to just uh, steal that statue just for the hell of it you know I mean they now when you multiply every one of the teams all the graduates and think think in terms of a hundred men applying and maybe 90 go through most of the training but they don't quite make it and then they've got you know 400 600 men who are who make it um, and don't make it, and then you multiply that over time, and then the ones who are, I mean, this banquet, I mean, this uh, gathering of SEALs that I went to, 
there were probably a thousand guys there. Now they break. They they have to do a cold kill. You know, cold kill. Kill somebody, murder somebody, just to prove they can do it. Like that. Wait a minute, the seals. Yeah. Yeah. So like all thousands of these guys have killed They've somebody. done a cold kill, yeah. Now, a cold kill would be a killing under orders? It's uh, a graduation exercise kind of thing. You know, it's... it's. Uh, I mean, would, uh, who well, would they kill? Oh, it's just, just somebody, just anybody. Just, just, get just go into a hotel and whack off somebody. You know, uh, for... I was told that for graduation exercises, the greatest thing they could do was to break into a general and admiral's wife's house and steal some things, you know, personal items. And um, To prove that you were good enough to get in. Oh, and yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. And I, all of my underwear disappeared, my lingerie, my teddies. And the funny thing is that I don't know whether it was Michael O'Boyle doing it uh, because he, he, he was – from 1991 to 1993, Michael O'Boy was three miles away from my husband. He was at his graduation exercise. He was very close to my husband. And, um, and yet he was just down the road, and I started questioning my husband about, you know, what is this about you and Michael? You know, what's going on? Well, Michael was there, and, they, my, and my husband never told me he was there. And he saw him all the time. And that... And, and I'm looking back at when my teddies disappeared. But all this time, now Michael had, he and his first wife had, had divorced. That's okay. But the, he had an affair with a woman and a child, a secretary. So he was having an affair with a woman. I mean, he's not, Michael is both ways. You know what I mean? But in order to get into the system, he sort of did it with my husband. He was my husband's friend, younger friend. Uh-huh. And that started when he was in the Seventh Fleet under Krulak and Buell in intelligence on the, uh, the ship. So, um, but Michael, there he was at Little Creek, my husband's best friend. He never invited him over, <clears throat> but he saw him. So I, I don't know. You can guess what, what that means. Um, the, uh, the, the team, the, the biological electronic warfare school, that after my husband left FMF Lance, he went to the school, mm-hmm. you know, the special operations school, which ran the whole, the teams, foreigners, and everywhere. Okay, uh, the, the term MAC. SOG, what, what does that mean? What is that? It was a kind of a, a code word for um, going out and sending platoons to kill people in Vietnam. Um, SOG is Special Operations mm-hmm. Group, um, Special Operations, S-O-S-S, uh, O-S-S, Secret Service, S-S. Nazi Spetsnitz, the, the German um, stormtroopers, they all, if you know anything about the, the German high command, uh, it's the Brotherhood. It's called, they, they are con- connected with the Opus Dei, which is an Italian kind of a business group that works within the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm told that 
and I like the Pope. I think he's a wonderful guy, but I'm told that, that he was involved with that during World War II. Mm -hmm. I've heard that too. And Um, that the guy who was the Pope before was murdered so that he could get in. I'm still curious about the the seals in this murder thing. Uh, Are we still on? Yeah. Okay. Now the um, a seal in order to complete his indoctrination becoming a quote full-fledged seal part of that includes the fact he has to have killed somebody. Yeah. All right, and it could Seal be... Team 6, right, the, the red team. Red team. Mm-hmm. The ghetto was the captain of that team, and his wife and I had wonderful conversation. And would she confirm this as well? I mean, did she confirm I, this I guess you? she would. She's scared. She's frightened. Most of these women are scared to death because they're warned. They, they know what happened to Sue Griggs. Okay, so they but they know. support you, I mean, yeah. philosophically, in their yeah. hearts at least, oh, yeah. not with their lips. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. We talk about it. Uh, some of them have to go out of their house. Some of them won't even talk in the office in which they work. Mm-hmm. They've had men come by their houses. They've had their papers stolen. I mean, association with they're, you could be the kiss of death. Yeah. Oh, sure. And they know that. But they, they we talk anyway. And you're talking about some really brave women here. And when I talked to, there are a couple of colonel's wives, and before I I went public, you know, they were talking to me, except for Carolyn Millis was just, she turned just like that. She was the one who, whose house I was in when I told about the go-go dancers in the officers club and me taking the picture mm-hmm. and thinking about writing the letter to the wives. And she said, oh, you can't do that. You'll ruin George's career. In other words, Carolyn has really bought into the system and she's very pretty and she's very influential with the wives group, but she'll turn on you in a second. Uh-huh. And she, it really hurt me because I was, um, you know, it, I kind of depended on her and Charlotte Moore. But when I went public, when I started telling people what I knew little bit by little bit just to get my courage, and then when I finally went to visit Sarah McClendon, it was like, you see, I told you. Uh-huh. I mean, Sarah McClendon called my house. And they told her it was an army base. I mean, it was a military base, and they that the Griggses didn't live there anymore. Ha ha ha! See this paper? You know. Then I was totally shut off. But until that point, I went in to see Peggy Sheehan. You know, we had tea and food, and um, and he was the head of NATO, Sackland, and his wife Peggy said, "Just, Kay, uh, this is so strange." She said, just leave a note on your refrigerator. Yeah, for George, just leave a note on your refrigerator. Meaning? I don't, just, in other words, he's coming in the house. Uh, They're coming in the house. It'll get to George. This is SOP, standard operating procedure. You know, just get used to it, used to being battered, used to being, well, she was a worshiper of the security of the position, the money and everything, and uh, just don't rock the boat because uh, this is the way it is. Yeah, yeah. 
And we don't want it any differently. Yeah. I mean, they could desire If you have to divorce your husband, if you, then, you know, that's just the way it is. But uh, it's cold calculating and yet so un-American. So un-American. I mean, I know what America's like because everybody in my family were, you know, World War II. My brother was a briefer for uh, the Sinclair, Sacklant staff. He went on to be a, a medical doctor. You know, I mean, th- this is not, um, of course, he got out just as he could. Well, you know, people who love this country and love its history, I mean, are just completely confused. Yeah. From cab drivers to yeah. bartenders. I mean, nobody can tell what's going on. Why, why is it everything goes the wrong direction? You, you know what I say? When I started this, it was like a 2,000-piece um, puzzle. I know enough it's like a puzzle for a two-year-old or a one-year-old with six pieces. It's so easy to see. And everybody who talks to me sees it the same way. And the two-and-a-half-year-old child had shallow ice pick, ten shallow ice pick uh, wounds in her chest in the form of an S. I asked Helena, I said, Helena, what did that S stand for? And she said, Satanism. So this was a shock to me. The McDonald case, this man's in jail. I couldn't understand it. I went on national television number of national TV shows. I debated Freddie Kassab, the father-in-law, on CNN. And uh, also a psychiatrist was there. And I talked about this satanic uh, aspect. And I had people calling me from all over the country, telling me the same basic story, from the East Coast to West Coast, North and South. And I had people that, what you call them, multi-generation Satanists. That's somebody who was born into it, mother, father, grandfather, grandmother, were involved in Satanism. And uh, adult survivors, that's somebody that gets out, usually has to go into hiding to survive. Had these people come from all over the country tell me about the ceremonies and about the, uh, the uh, extent of the satanic movement in this country today. So I started investigating it myself. I gave a number of lectures on it. I had some national exposure, of course. And the bottom line is it's very easily explained. And it fits into a pattern. And this goes back some 200 years. I'm going to use as a textbook tonight, Pawns in the Game. It's a book that was written by William Guy Carr. He's a retired commander in the Canadian uh, Naval Force. And uh, he had heard about the conspiracy and wanted to delve into it himself. He wrote a very compact book about what's going on with the Illuminati and how this fits into uh, modern-day plans, what's going on in the world today. So we're going to use that as a textbook for the first two hours. In the second two hours, uh, we'll have some case studies. I'm sort of an interpreter. I kind of give a lot of the wives hope and the guys, too, who are already out and scared and you know, and they say, hey, well, this little, this little woman, she's a real feisty, you know what? And uh, I don't know whether they're going to kill her, what they're going to do. And, I, and, and they say, aren't you afraid? And I say, yes. <laughs> I mean, I've had death threats. And I mean, 
It's been hell. But truth and light and what these other women are going through, the hell they're going through, being put through hell because their husbands are cowards and bullies. I mean, people who dress up in black, who hide behind trees, who shoot people from behind, who break into houses and steal their papers. This is in the Constitution. You don't break into someone's home. You don't steal their papers. You don't, you don't try to destroy the core that God has given them when they're born. Mothers have sons. And their sons are 18 years old, and they're, they were telling them, join the Marine Corps to be a man. It's not a man. It's not a man who does it. It's a pervert. That's why they're not joining up anymore. That's, not why they're, that's why they're not signing up. They're having problems with retention because the mothers are finding out. McVeigh's mothers talk. Unabomber's mothers and brothers have talked, you know. McVeigh. Guys like Colonel Ron Ray is talking, who was Timothy, what's his new, the new new boy who refused to wear the U.N. uniform? Oh, Michael New. Michael New? Yeah. These are the heroes. Michael New is the, is the MacArthur. Randy A. Bear is the future Patton. These are the leaders. These are the Americans, and there are a lot of them. There are hundreds of thousands of them. And just like in the days of Jesus Christ, these modern-day Sadducees and Pharisees are saying, oh, we're going to kill Jesus. We're going to get rid of MacArthur. We're going to get rid of Patton. We're going to get rid of, of uh, uh, you know, New. We're going to get rid of um, Colonel Sabo murdered him. We're going to get rid of these guys. One by- hey, but everyone, this is physics, everyone, like Sue Griggs that's murdered, Sabo, who's murdered, the wives who are murdered, Ron Brown. There are a hundred people who spring up and say, uh-uh, now you got me to worry about. This is why these guys have got little places hidden all over the place. They're training all the, the you know, the, the guys to just say, oh, well, the American citizens are bad. But the guys they're training are also going to, going to, wake up to what's going on. It's Casper Weinberger. It's Henry Kissinger. I mean, Nicholas Walt Whitman Rostow. Uh, Eugene Debs Rostow. The, what's going on here? These guys aren't even born in America. What's happening here? They're training mercenaries now to run, you know, flip around, we'll kill on the, an order. Not killing because it's, people are breaking into our homes. Not killing because they're bad. But just, we want to control this country. That's what George told me. It's political. The military, the Marine Corps is a political arm of a group that wants to, to run everything. Control the drugs, uh, sell the weapons, keep the, keep the weapons flow going. And this isn't... Uh, what, what guys are going to sign up to do. Their heart's not in it. They're not going to even do it for the money. They'd rather die than have hit squads come after them, collection groups from uh, Great Lakes. They have a, a group of, of uh, Marines who goes out and collects 
guys who have gone to their psychiatrist and they're a little bit talking too much, they get rid of them. But they're not told why. They're just told they're enemies or they've done bad things. So they don't, it's kind of like they don't, uh, um, so they won't have any uh, guilt and culpability. They, they make it cold. Just get rid of this guy, okay? Okay, get a promotion, get a new car, get some stock. Uh, after my husband did what he did in Beirut, I found these stubs. He got all this stock. AT&T, major stock, thousands of dollars worth of stock. And it was from a, a, a company that was like a quasi-government company, all on a, a sheet of paper. And, of course, it was, it was big, big-time stock. And that's how he was paid off, stock. And, and paid off for? For doing criminal, selling weapons, going through uh, Tel Aviv, the, the bank in Rome, selling the weapons illegally. The, the Israeli agents are the, are the middlemen. And all the money's going to Israel. A lot of, I mean, it really is the truth. Mm-hmm. The money, not just the money that is given to them free and clear, mm-hmm. but all the criminal, the black budget money that Meyer Lansky's group started back in the 40s, has been growing and growing and growing. It's like a pyramid scheme. And the Jesuits, I've been told, are really controlled by this, this group now. I don't, you know. Um, now, surely, Ollie North is a good guy. No, I think he was farmed. You know, he was, because uh, Ollie was involved in Vietnam with the JAG, covering up a lot of the stuff that was going on. He was involved with a major case where there was a Marine. um, See, George was, oh, George told me about this. See, George was involved with a lot of the cover-ups of Marines who went crazy. Like, remember this, a few good men, uh, was a few good men? It was a movie about a Marine colonel. They murdered a guy from Jack Nicholson played the colonel in this movie. You remember? Yeah, and he went on trial. Yes. And, and a George good guy was a chief of staff who tried to cover this up. My husband. The true story. The true story. My husband was the guy who was covering this up. They were so arrogant. And it wasn't, it was the, the woman who was the jag who got this thing going. It was not the the Navy Jag, because he was going to cover it up. He was just a loose kind of guy. And if he had been the Jag, then it wouldn't have been prosecuted. But it was the woman who was working with him, because she was a woman, who who got these these other guys off. They were targeting these other guys. I mean, they would have put him in jail just for a little bit and, you know, let him out. But um, the point is, this guy was murdered, and the colonel laughed it off. It was down there in Guantanamo Bay, and George was the chiefest. It was Al Gray. Al Gray. Hmm. That was, I mean, just that one, just that one alone. And, and Lone Tree, they were involved with that. 
to see, oh, it, it, it's just so sick. I mean, they are so easy. That's great. Okay. I'll tell you. Okay. This has been a tremendous. Um, I'm going to let you take this home and read this letter. Or did you take the letter? You got the letter. Okay. Take, take this and put the letter in there because you'll see the glasses in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bless your heart for sitting through all this. You know, I'm, just <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't stay down very long. Okay. Everything is rolling. Yep. The red light's on. Okay. Let's say a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we're thankful for this day and opportunity to do your service. Lord, you said you should know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And that's what we're interested in accomplishing here today. In Jesus' name. What we're going to do, we're just going to record a bunch of stuff here, and we can do some more tomorrow. If we forget something today, it doesn't matter. We can put it in. If you think of something in 20 minutes that should have been said right up front, it doesn't matter. Great. We are simply wanting to reduce this down to tape so that it doesn't get lost. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, and the big job lays ahead. That's the editing. Okay? So I want you to completely relax. There is nothing that can't be done, redone, if we sneeze, if we cough, if, you know, anything. That's reassuring. If the, if the ceiling caves <laughs> in, all we do is clean up the mess and keep going. Okay. So um, everything here is real laid back. We've got a lot of information, and we want to, uh, we want to get this down into a storyline because I think what you've got here is something. What goes around, come back around, hey, all right. my baby. Uh, what goes around, come back around. Said by the seaside. It was about five o'clock because we heard the free ride. Anyway, the teacher was talking in stride, sitting upon a rock that was wide and warning against false pride. Come to where I reside, a woman cried, and the teacher replied, Do you serve your fish fried? Yes, she replied, with potato salad on the side. And the teacher replied, Well, where do you reside? She said, Up on the hillside. It's not a far ride. If you came to have dinner, I would be so gratified. The teacher replied, It's 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, you decide. She replied, 7 o'clock, do you like stir fried? She was mystified and felt so dignified. The teacher was coming to the house where she resides, so she purified with pesticides. Calling her friends up nationwide Some of her friends were tongue-tied They felt so glorified She made steamed fish, baked fish, fish that was fried Soup, steamed vegetables, potato salad on the side You could smell the bread in the oven far and wide Natural juices and water purified Organic fruits brought from the countryside With silver forks and knives placed side by side You could not be dissatisfied Looking out the window staring at the mountainside You would have died 6.59, she's swollen with pride As the moment intensified, there's a knock from outside she opens the door, for the teacher has arrived. But to her surprise, it was a bomb who cried, Please, I smelt the bread from outside. One piece. And then she replied, The teacher is coming. He's soon to have arrived. You're making me look bad. Come on now, step aside. The bomb then replied, When I say I'm hungry, I haven't lied. Give me some of that chicken that you just fried. She replied, Chicken? Fried? No, that's for the teacher. You're not purified. Then she slammed the door and went back inside. 
sat on the couch with the TV guy. She looked at the clock. It was 7.09, then 7.30. He still hasn't arrived. 8 o'clock, she was on the downside. 9 o'clock, by now she's teary-dyed. She pissed off and her anger multiplied. She cried, then fell asleep dissatisfied. Next day, she woke up and was preoccupied with meeting the mystical teacher who lied. Where could he hide? She ran down by the seaside. He was there teaching about false pride. You lied, she replied. You lied. You said you would be there at 7 o'clock. You lied, he replied. No, I have not lied. I came at 6.59 and you told me to move aside. I asked for bread and chicken that was fried. And you said that I wasn't purified, she replied. I wasn't notified. I had no idea that you was the bomb that cried. And the teacher sighed, then replied. This concludes our lesson on false pride. The baddest bitch in El Colum. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. The strong black woman is dead. On August 12, 1999, at 11.55 p.m., while struggling with the reality of being a human instead of a myth, the strong black woman passed away. Medical sources say she died of natural causes, but those who knew her know she died from being silent when she should have been screaming, milling when she should have been raging, from being sick and not wanting anyone to know because her pain might inconvenience them. She died from an overdose of other people clinging to her when she didn't even have energy for herself. She died from loving men who didn't love themselves and could only offer her a crippled reflection. She died from raising children alone and for not being able to do a complete job. She died from the lies her grandmother told her mother and her mother told her about life, men, and racism. She died from being sexually abused as a child and having to take that truth everywhere she went every day of her life, exchanging the humiliation for guilt and back again. She died from being battered by someone who claimed to love her, and she allowed the battering to go on to show she loved him too. She died from asphyxiation, coughing up blood from secrets she kept trying to burn away instead of allowing herself the kind of nervous breakdown she was entitled to but only white girls could afford. She died from being responsible because she was the last wrong on the ladder and there was no one under her she could dump on. The strong black woman is dead. She died from multiple births of children she never really wanted but was forced to have by the strangling morality of those around her. She died from being a mother at 15 and a grandmother at 30 and an ancestor at 45. She died from being dragged down and set upon by unevolved women posing as sisters. She died from pretending the life that she was living was a Kodak moment instead of a 20th century. She died from tolerating Mr. Pitiful just to have a man and the house. She died from lack of orgasms because she never learned what made her body happy. And no one took the time to teach her. And sometimes when she found arms that was tender, she died because they belonged to the same gender. She died from sacrificing herself for everybody and everything when what she really wanted to do was to be a singer, a dancer, and some magnificent other. She died from lies of omission because she didn't want to bring the black man down. She died from race memories of being snatched and raped and snatched and sold and snatched and bred and snatched and whipped and snatched and worked to death. She died from tribute from her counterpart who should have been matching her effort instead of showering her with dead words and empty songs. She died from myths that would not allow her to show weakness without being chastised by the lazy and hazy. She, she died from her real feelings until they became hard and bitter enough to invade her womb and breast like angry tumors. She died from always lifting something from heavy boxes to refrigerators. The strong black woman is dead. 
She died from the punishments received from being honest about life, racism, and men. She died from being called a bitch for being verbal, a dyke for being assertive, and a whore for picking her own lovers. She died from never being enough of what men wanted or being too much for the men she wanted. She died from being too black and died again for not being black enough. She died from castration every time somebody thought of her as only a woman or treated her like less than a man. She died from being misinformed about her mind, her body, and the extent of her royal capability. She died from knees pressed too close together because respect was never part of the foreplay that was being shoved at her. She died from loneliness in birthing rooms and aloneness in abortion centers. She died of shock in courtrooms where she sat alone watching her children being legally lynched. She died in bathrooms with her veins bursting open with self-hatred and neglect. She died in her mind fighting life, racism, and men where her body was carted away and stashed in a human warehouse for the spiritually mutilated and sometimes when she refused to die when she refused to give in she was killed by the lethal images of blonde hair blue eyes and flat butts rejected by the ojs the quincy's and the portiers sometimes she was stomped to death by racism sexism executed by high-tech ignorance while she carried the family in her belly the community on her head and the race on her back the strong silent talking black woman is dead or is she still alive and kicking the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And the only time a Muslim really gets real violent is when someone goes to molest his woman. We will kill you for our woman. I'm, I'm making it plain. Yes. We will kill you for our woman. You will lock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Don Dakota Nine Show. Oh yeah, y'all already know what time it is. The moment that you've been waiting for, the one that you've been waiting to hear, the one that calls the call, the call the effect. Put your hands together. Kaloom, I'm in the love of the all and all love is in me. I am a part of the all and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. Hello. Hello. Great day, everybody. I hope y'all had a strong beginning of another weekend, baby. Don Nicole, y'all got a new time, and that's nine, baby. Special shout-out to everybody that's tuning in. Hope y'all enjoyed that first hour, man. That is, um, I think now we're getting into the um, second hour of Catherine Griggs, for those that keep up with the Don Nicoleone show, 
she was mentioned and her interview was mentioned on the New Phoenix program uh, by Richard Hams and all this other type of stuff. Uh, I think Richard Hams, I don't know. Richard Hams was picked by, oh, fuck, who gives a shit? But at the end of the day, so we decided to listen to her. Actually, you know, she, you can tell she ain't got no friends. She just a talking, talking, got T-shirts with her and shit. I played the video. I showed the video for y'all on YouTube as well. But uh, this bitch bought all her little show and tell to the little goddamn. It's an eight-hour interview, by the way. Remember they said an eight-hour interview? Um, the guy gave her, I think, an hour but and then dropped the first hour interview and then um, the total eight hours with her and shit like that. Goddamn, let me uh, block, unblock myself. Uh, but great day again, everybody. On the uh, call lines, if you need the call-in number, call-in number is, what's the call-in number? 425-569-5274. We also streaming over there on, um, how do you call it, on Discord, um, if y'all having problems with the after party or anything else, but I'm streaming over there on Discord. When you come into Discord, just make sure you mute your sound, okay, because people trying to hear my motherfucking ass. Well, I ain't got no noise in my background and shit. So when you come in, mute your, uh, mute your mic. But uh, I'll drop the invite real quick. So y'all will know our hideout, man. Um, this will expire, though. The Discord link, it expires in seven days, all right? So get it, grab it, and that's where you'll find us at. And, yeah. So, uh, again, special shout-out to everybody that's tuning in. I hope y'all had a strong beginning and not a weekend. Uh, great day to the callers, everybody in the after party. That's our 24-hour voice-activated chat room. It's on PowTalk.com. Type in the search, Don Nicole Leon, and you should find us there. Great day to Bar L in the building. Hope all is well with your baby. Nefertiti surviving the game. Great day, Nefertiti. Y'all miss movie night, by the way. Oh, my God. And thank you, Nell, for your patience, man. <laughs> we play the J- – yeah, Twank, uh, I know. I'm wrong, right? I should have hit your ass up or some shit. It was like 3 in the fucking morning, though, you know. Who hit a motherfucker up at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and shit? I gave the announcement on the show. I gave the announcement. I was like, movie night. Movie night, uh, Saturday night is shit. You feel me? But anyway, but it was 3 in the 3 a.m. However, Neff is orchestrating the movie, the JFK. God damn, boy, that shit, there's so much in that motherfucker, man. It's, mm. And I could understand it or overstand it really good because of some of the names, of course, because we got into the MK Ultra CIA files when Alan Dulles became the director of the um, CIA and all that type of shit. So some major fucking names. Girl, this shit here is like a motherfucker. But I got to thank Nell for her patience because um, um, I'm, I'm going to say about 12 a.m., but we didn't finish watching that movie until 5, 6 a.m. in the morning, my time, though. And that's because of enough patience because I'm like, rewind it back. You know, I'm a rewinder. I want to hear that shit clear. And I'm like, start it back to the beginning, to the beginning. We about an hour in. Never rewind it all the way back one more time, man, two more times. That's just, you know, so 
Thank you now so much for your patience, man, with me, because uh, you, you got to have it fucking with my goddamn ass. It's a three-hour movie. I think Neff rewinded it back twice, and then in certain parts, several times was rewinded. It, I mean, I just can't believe that shit. Y'all should have been there with us. But you know what? Motherfucker, we need to do it again now. It's so much shit in that motherfucker, man. Like, God, dog, baby. Oh, my goodness. JFK movie, man. 1999 or 98. It's in the 90s, though. Yeah, uh, run it after the show. Shit, oh, now, uh, that's up to Twain, goddamn. <laughs> but I'm game. You know I'm fucking game. I just started my day today, right now. Shit, they got my day started. So I am so game because that shit there, man, oh, my God. And what I want to do this time, though, now, and I, I hate that I can't stream it because I don't have the capabilities of going in the hood no more in the dark at back alley and shit and get grabbing the shit. But what I want to do is, is write these names down. I want to really do, because they've been popping up in the CIA, and a lot of those names and shit was blocked out when we um, was doing the CIA MK Ultra Declassified. You know what I'm saying? Um, We had to figure out it was Alan Alan Dulles. We had to figure out it was Alan Dulles. And I'm going to tell you, the post office, when they showed the post office, why am I loud? When they show the post office that was the Navy, whatever the fuck it was, and the other, yo, all of that shit, those were the addresses um, that that Navy intelligence, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that is a key scene because all of that, that whole part there of where they were saying that, um, was Lee Oswald, you know, that nigga was involved with the CIA, the Naval Intelligence, all them motherfuckers, yo. And I never believed as a little girl getting up and going, getting up in age, dog, you know, I would just hear dumbass people who, and I'm pretty sure you have too now, just a bunch of dumb adults, dumb fuckers that believe that shit. But I would always hear, you know, um, Lee Oswald. Who killed J.F. Kennedy? Lee Oswald. And I was like, man, that's a lie. You know how you naturally know a lie when you young and shit? That don't make no fucking sense. I knew that shit was a fucking... I felt that these people... but It don't make sense. Oh, and then, and then, and then they would tell me... Oh, I would hear them say that um, he was murdered. Somebody came up and killed him. Good thing they killed him. These are niggas, by the way. I don't hang around crackers when I was younger. So, you know, just believing all this shit, man, like, I mean, they were like, you know, well, I was like, well, where's this goddamn Oswell nigga at now? Even in school and shit, they'd be like, somebody killed him, that's a good thing, and all this other type of shit. But, yeah, man, that, I never, that never sat right with me that this one man killed the President of the United States and oh, come on, I just I just didn't. And then later would end up being killed like days after that shit. Like yo, I just knew it intuitively as a little baby, man. Like this, especially if everybody knew the narrative. You know what I'm saying? You know, if if everybody knew the narrative that they fed them fuckers, and then they feed the children the narrative, then the children grow up and feed their kids. I just knew that shit. I never talked about it. 
I never discussed that shit. I've never spread that fucking lie, never in my goddamn life. I am so thankful. I've never spreaded a motherfucking lie from them sick-ass uh, media and them goddamn government that's controlling the fuck. I've never. Oh, my God. Ain't you glad? Ain't you motherfucker? Ain't y'all motherfucker? Anyway, we're going to do it tonight. Neff said we're going to play it again tonight in um, Discord and shit. Thank you, Neff, man. I, oh, put that on there. All of this shit is just, God damn. And y'all know what else, too? Um, What's the date, Neff? 2038? Is it 2038? What's the date? 2030-something. 2038? Nigga, we talking about what, 19? Okay, Martin Luther King dies after Kennedy. What year? 2039. 2039 or 2029? Damn, we got to see. This is why we got to watch this shit again. (laughs) This is why I got to back there and watch this motherfucker again. Okay, wait, wait, wait. They are not going to release that shit, the truth, okay, which has already been out. The truth been out, but motherfuckers believe that lie all day long. But they sealed that shit up. They sealed that shit up. Your government friend, your devil friend sealed up the JFK files and not going to fucking release that shit to 2029 now. To 2029. Now, what year was that? 1960 what? What year? Kennedy uh, assassination. What year? 19 what? 60 fucking three. Look at this, y'all. 1963, and they sealed that motherfucker up, bar, till 2029. And boy, now what the what the um, lawyer Jim Garrison said? That motherfucker said, "I just hope my I tell my children to stay fit, stay fit." So when they released this shit in nineteen in two two thousand and twenty nine, they'll be right there to read that to stay fit, girl. Yeah, twenty. That's stay fit. Now, them babies are like seven, five, four, eight, nine years old, shouted in the 60s. And I pray that my ch- I tell my children to stay fit. Well, you know, your dad ain't lost his goddamn mind, motherfucker. These son of a bitches, yo. This is a. <laughs> yo. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm just, yo, yo, yo. Okay. Uh, tonight now, me and you in Discord, because everybody else got the goddamn, you know, whatever. Bar, did you watch it with us, Bar? Did you go to Discord or you just watched it on your own while we, man, that shit, me and Neff was up 6, 7 in the morning, man, going back and forth, rewind that bitch back, rewind that bitch back, rewind that part back. Oh, my God, it's so much. It's so much. You niggas need two cans of Celsius to, to hang with uh, me and Neff, motherfucker. Y'all, y'all need two goddamn cans. 
hands and all the got <laughs> Y'all need goddamn. Okay. So anyway, um Trump said that the FBI uh raided his home in Palm Beach. Uh actually that's West Palm. Um West Palm Beach, uh Mar Largo. Trump uh, Trump is the one that's telling motherfuckers that. So I'm thinking to myself, self is thinking to the self. I said, man, they did this shit secretly, Neff. They did this shit secretly, Neff. Because if they, because nobody knew, and everybody is saying, I don't check every major government news outlet. They're just quoting Trump. And Trump said, and Trump said, NBC is saying, and Trump said they they did this shit so fucking quiet that they didn't even want their fucking puppets, the mainstream media, to film this. Come on now. Y'all know that something is up with this shit. Now, this is all coming from Trump fucking mouth. And they say his son is the one that got the heads up and then told his dad. So I'm on every news site, video, and all they doing, all they at Neff, all they doing is sitting at the desk. There's not, we're live. They saying breaking news. That's not even breaking news if your ass ain't there filming the agents and all of that shit. So they did this shit real motherfucking. That's why Trump ran his motherfucking mouth. They raided my house because, you know, he in New York. So you know the media and everybody over there, um, you know, all the media outlets over there in New York with Trump, right? And that motherfucker faced them damn cameras and so it said they raided my fucking home, shouted. FBI raided my home. This some wild ass shit. Let me see what you got now. Sorry, I'm fucking goddamn trying to get all my thoughts out. Um, it's that JFK shit. Secret indictment. Trump was in New York when they went in there, right? Yeah, Don, those same elements from the JFK, it's at work now. The same elements? What part of the same elements? Oh, oh, when they did Jim Garrison? Now, when they went at the um, DA, they did that shit quiet than a motherfucker. They didn't even let their media puppets know. No reporters, no nothing. Just Trump saying it. All right, here's what I got. Um, um, I ain't going to really. Well, what made me grab um, NBCnews.com is because their front, their. Um, Headline basically said, FBI search at Trump's Mar-a-Lago home tied to classified material, sources say. Who's your source? Um, That's their headline. That's what made me click on it. Like, okay, all right, classified material. So they are saying that he took 15 boxes with him from the White House. That's what NBC is saying, okay? Now I'm going to go to, um, I thought I went to the Guardian, because the Guardian, um, 
Um, yeah, okay, fuck it. I don't remember now, shit. But anyway, Donald Trump is spotted leaving. This is uh, Daily Mail. But anyway, Donald Trump is spotted leaving uh, Trump Towers just hours after Mar-a-Lago was raided by a team of FBI agents, didn't give Biden any heads up, and senior White House officials learned of search via Twitter. Donald Trump said it's Mar-a-Lago. Okay, let me finish. Donald Trump was spotted, said that shit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, New York on Monday night, it's today Monday night, after announcing his Mar-a-Lago home had been raided by the FBI, reportedly as part of an investigation into whether the former president took classified documents with him when he left the White House. He waved and gave his signature thumbs up to the gathered, but didn't comment on the investigation as he got into his SUV surrounded by Secret Service agents. Trump is in dramatic announcement of the raid, didn't say specifically uh, what the federal agents were looking for, just that his Florida home was under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. They even broke into my safe. The former president complained, but the investigation is focused on material that Trump brought with him to Mar-a-Lago after he left the White House, the New York Times reported, specifically if he has classified information in its private possession, which would be a violation of federal law. Trump took 15 boxes of material with him in January 2021 after he left Washington, D.C. The boxes were returned to the National Archives a year later in January 2022. Okay. That is, oh, so they own, so if it's on the National Archives, it's time for us to go to the National Archives because all the things that they file, it has dates on it. The moment they put it into the – I stay on the National Archives, but I haven't been on there recent in about two months. So, yeah, National Archives a year later, that is January this year. Um, but agents on Monday was – why are they saying it like it's not – when is – what the fuck – when – listen – why are they saying Monday? Do y'all understand my question? Why are they saying Monday? What? <laughs> they saying shit like Monday night. Like we talking about something happened yesterday or, or last Monday or something. Like... Yeah, today is Monday, but why are they saying Monday? Like Monday night. It's 10:23. This was in the daytime. This was in the daytime. So they saying like, I don't know. This they this writing is kind of confusing. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be today, Monday. Like today, like. It's like it's past tense. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's past tense. But if this, listen, what's 18 hours? Please kick my ass because I'm supposed to know what 1,800 hours is. It's basically 9 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Then they updated it in 2,100. Come on, somebody help me out. Yeah, y'all know I'm fucked up right now, man. What's the military time, man? Let me see, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, that's 6. That's 6 o'clock. Then they updated it two hours later. 
Yeah, that's six o'clock. Well, going on seven. Eighteen eighteen fifty seven is six fifty seven. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's seven o'clock. Then they updated it at seven. 18, 19, 20. <laughs> 8. What did I say? 7 o'clock. 9, 10. Yeah, they did updated it um, 10 o'clock. 9, 44. Shit, 21? Yeah. Yeah. 2,100? 9. 9, 44. So, anyway, just the way they writing this shit, man, this shit kind of, you know, shit. Yeah, they saying on Monday, look. Look, listen to this. Trump took 15 boxes of material with with him in January 2021 after he left Washington, D.C. The boxes were returned to the National Archives a year later in January 2022, but agents on Monday, <laughs> on Monday, but agents today, agents on Monday, August 8, 2022 or some shit, was looking to see if Trump had additional presidential records or any classified documents at his South Florida estate. He returned them, and they raided his home. He just said it. But agents on Monday were looking to see if Trump had additional presidential records or any classified documents at his South Florida estate. The search focused on the area of the club where Trump offices and personal quarters are. Now, that's CNN right there. Noting Trump's personal attorney, Christina uh, Bob, was present during the search and during a meeting at Mar-a-Lago earlier this year, Trump attorney showed federal investigators documents that were being kept on site, including some that were marked classified. That's what the that was CNN said though. Can't believe shit come out of them motherfuckers. Eric Trump, he was spotted at Trump Tower on Monday. What the fuck is today? <laughs> they, I guess they want niggas to read this shit. What five days from now and be like, oh okay, it was Monday. What Monday? When the Monday? Which Monday was it? I don't get this on Monday shit like. <laughs> Why not on today? He was spotted today at Trump Tower. Like, what the fuck is this Monday shit? God damn. This is something. I don't know. He was the one that got the call on the raid and told his father about it. It was the guy who got the call. I was the guy who got the call this morning. This makes no sense. Who called you, nigga? Because the attorney was already there. And why would they call you? Didn't, it, didn't CNN just say that the attorney, his Trump attorney was there when the FBI was at the house? She was there. But, so, all right, fuck it. Here's what Donna Coleon got to say. And I'm done. I'm not reading no more of this bullshit. I'm about to tell y'all right the fuck now. Ready? Here's your clues. According to all the lying-ass sites, here's your clues. Number one, the White House does not did not know about it. Number two, they said the fake president, which is not president, which you don't actually have a president, had no idea of it either. Number three, um, 
Wait, let me see. Number three. Um, fuck. Wait, wait, wait. What, what I just gave y'all? The White House don't know about it. Because ain't no such thing as White House. Them other motherfuckers don't know about it. Nobody knew about this. And, of course, the media don't either. Only motherfuckers that do know about it is Trump's side. Now, here's what Don Nicole Young got to say. Trump's walk out, get in his motorcade, and he says, what Trump say? He say, they raided my house and keep Mar-a-Lago. They broke in my safe. They broke in my safe, blah, blah, blah. Right? Everybody's saying the same narrative. I don't like the same narrative. So I'm just going to end it with this shit. Trump had his own goddamn house raided. This is why there is no goddamn FBI other than the FBI he controls because this goes right on back to how the White House stay black as fuck during the daytime, no lights on. This goes right on back to he took all of the um, top departments and shit with his ass when he left. Y'all got to rewind it back after um, after he left. You got to take it back. We looked into every motherfucker that he took, every top person that he took, bar, I'm saying Trump did it. His goddamn self. Trump, remember, where the fuck have y'all niggas been? There is a show on WGAG Radio. After Trump leaves, it says all of the people, the national, whatever the fuck, the NSA and all them motherfuckers. Y'all remember that? He took all them heads motherfuckers with him to Mar-a-Lago. Okay, so and FBI, the top motherfuckers FBI, that's why they, they, they were still able to bust child sex trafficking and all that other type of shit. You understand? That's why a lot of motherfuckers still getting got. This motherfucker took everybody with his ass, the top. I can't remember every goddamn thing, but goddamn, anybody remember that show? Neff was on the show. We looked up every last one of these um, top departments. Heads that he took with him, you recall, Twain, that he took with him, including the top FBI motherfuckers, some of the FBI, um, some of the, um, some NSA, and some Homeland Security. I even played the clips. Thank you, Twain. Yeah, it's a Don show, baby. It's very important that you know. He took, I can't believe y'all don't remember this shit, and Twank would, got Twank the only one that remember that shit? That he took every goddamn near all the top head, and if you was looking it up because it was all alphabets, and we needed to know the alphabets, Neff. We needed to know the alpha, the, the what these department heads was and, and took them with them. That's when we found out that the um, the spot um, that he occupies in Florida, it was um, the, who the fuck was it, the Kellogg family or somebody purchased that um, estate 
and sold it to the United States as a second White House for like $10 million. Unfortunately, whoever was whoever bought it, this the same show now, whoever bought the damn thing at the White House couldn't afford to keep it, broke-ass motherfuckers. So he put it up for sale. Trump bought the motherfucker. That's the spot that Trump raised the motherfucking hill to have the fucking flag going up 50 goddamn feet high and shit, right? And it has an underground bunker. It has that, it has that whole little, what you call it, the war room and all that shit in that motherfucker. That, was the, that is and still is the second White House. It's not the new, it's the second. That that the the government been had that. It was given they bought it. The people the fucking government bought the goddamn White House from the Kellogg family or some goddamn body, man. God damn. But your broke ass government couldn't keep up the goddamn payments or some old fuck ass shit, so they the government had to sell it. Trump went and bought the motherfucker. That's the goddamn house that the fucking county, Palm Beach County and shit, and whatever the fuck else, the regulators trying to hate on the motherfucker for having a goddamn uh what's that shit? A flag raised up fifty foot higher, fucking with him with that, so the son of a bitch, Trump, son of a bitch. Raise the motherfucking ground up the 50 motherfucking feet high, the, the ground that he bought, and put the bitch on it. Now, speed it up to, what, two, three years ago, whenever the fuck the niggas got ready to leave. That's the damn show. That's the show. And all the alphabets that he took with him. So Don is saying that with the war room, <coughs> All this fucking shit Nukes and every goddamn thing Fuck it, I'm adding that to it But don't take it And run with it I just added that Got all them motherfuckers there Okay So I'm speeding it up to right now Cause these motherfuckers is saying Monday As if today ain't Monday Today may be a Wednesday And they saying this shit happened Monday You got it? This is something puzzling here, y'all. You don't say Monday unless it's Wednesday. And you say on Monday. Like, the fuck? Nobody knows about it. Um, NBC said that White House didn't know shit about it. Mentioned Biden didn't know shit about it. And a few other departments didn't know shit about it. So I'm saying... With all the motherfuckers that Trump took with his ass is the one that motherfucking did it. Now, not did it to do it behind his face, which is his back, but to take the goddamn, go through, get, get the shit out of his motherfucker. You feel me? Trump sent the whole shit up. Fuck it. That's my point. Trump is the only one running his motherfucking mouth. Trump is the only one that fucking knows. The media ain't there. Nobody is there. So come on now. Who is, listen, who, who breaking in? Who breaking in? Think about it. Trump set the whole shit up. Now, that's it. I'm past that. Motherfucker. Trump got the FBI, baby. He had them motherfuckers. He took the head of them motherfuckers with him. It was FBI, NSA, some old 
alphabet names that we need. I ain't know shit about. Oh, DD Department of something. Defense. I remember that. It was one of them top. It was Department of Defense. The head motherfucker from that shit. I mean, the nigga was goddamn got it. Man, what the fuck y'all? What the hell happened? What the hell happened to you niggas, man? Y'all got that? Y'all don't remember this shit? <laughs> I sound like a fucking nut. Trying to explain this shit. <laughs> I sound like a fucking nut, man. The fuck? God, thou. Alright, well. Trump did his damn self. Trump did. Okay. That's who did it. Trump did it. It's all speculation. Ain't no director of the FBI running his mouth. Listen, if this should happen around 5 o'clock in the afternoon, where is the director of the FBI? Shouldn't that son of a bitch be talking about now? Huh? Shouldn't shouldn't everybody be talking about, shouldn't they be talking right now? The head lead FBI agent or whoever the fuck, shouldn't everybody be talking other than Trump, his son, and, and the fucking media getting all their words from Trump? Come on now, y'all. Wake up. Wake up. They would love. Where's Nancy? Where's everybody at? Nancy would love this. She would love to be in front of the camera, goddammit. Who is who is responsible for this shit? It ain't the government. It's goddamn Trump. Come on now. This would have been real breaking news. NBC got it on YouTube saying breaking news, and it's niggas sitting at a, at a fucking desk talking about what Trump said, Trump said, Trump said, Trump said. Motherfucker, y'all ain't even on the scene. That's not breaking news, that's hearsay. What did the director of the FBI say? What is the lead FBI motherfucking officer that's there running the motherfucker? What is it he say? Come on, wake up. What up, Nanerta? Shit. Biden, they said Biden didn't know shit. White House don't know shit. FBI don't know shit. Nobody knows nothing. Come on, y'all. Y'all know I'm the only one that ain't sucked dick in 8, 9, 10, 15 years, so you know my brain is clear as a motherfucker, baby. Come on now. Shit. Where y'all at? Now. <sighs> what a, okay. Come on, Twain. Give me a mic check. Great day, Don. Great day, Dave. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm the only one who ain't Sunday out. And first of all, <laughs> just put on record things. I ain't had none that. Let's see, hold on. Eight, seven, 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 eight, nine, eight years. Mm-hmm. Said it'd be nine. Okay, so no, I remember that shit. <laughs> Real motherfucking clear. Like the last time I remember, I got fucked, right? So the point is, remember they even, they was like, I don't know, they was like all in some type of church or some shit, and they was passing the motherfuckers in white envelopes. And remember the motherfucker faces when they opened that shit? Oh, yeah, bitch. Remember that? Yeah, all that, Luke. Come on, man. Who is the master chess player in it all? Think about it. Mm -hmm. And I ain't known this nigga dick. I'm accusing this motherfucker of goddamn FBI his own shit. If nobody yep. else, the so-called, listen, I said you don't have a government. 
Mm-hmm. If you don't you have sure a government is. occupying Washington, D.C., then where is the government at? Mar-a-Lago. That is the White House. You said that shit And then. he took yes. all the motherfuckers with him, all the goddamn alphabet crew. Mm-hmm. You know that motherfucker some serious twang if that motherfucker pull up front motherfucking center at the goddamn funeral drop every land one of them motherfuckers hit him with a goddamn invite. Yes. Invita- Come on, man. Oh, man, man this motherfucker here. Facial expression like they were like, what in the fuck? Like you, they know they have. And Jed about they, to have a goddamn. Uh, Jed was about to have a heart attack. Laura had to hold him up. Laura showed it to goddamn Jed. What up, Zena? Great day. Remember Laura? Laura Bush showed it to goddamn yeah. Jed. Jed or whoever the fuck, and the nigga almost had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> and Hillary bitch happened with that motherfucker to all the motherfuckers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say this. Whatever, this was covert, so covert that your phony FBI agents and all the rest of them motherfuckers that in the gov- in the White House and whoever the fuck, fake as fuck, not real at all, actors, he did this covertly. But because I'm exposing it, they're going to look into Trump a little bit fucking more. <laughs> the nigga had his own shit. Now, whatever was, taken from that safe had to be removed from his house. Whatever it was, I think he staged his own fucking raid. I know another nigga that did the same goddamn thing. Mm. Staged his own motherfucking raid. I'm the only one that live in real life, baby. I know, I know real it. life when I see real <laughs> life. Shit. <laughs> Look at Zena. That tickles Zena. <laughs> I said, I know another nigga that stays his own fucking raid. <laughs> Trump wasn't there, and the nigga that stays his own raid wasn't there. God damn it. Yeah. Wasn't there. Wasn't there at all. And the only house they was really more concerned with was Doc's house, my Doc. Because it had all Doc shit in there, Dr. York shit, and Dr. York had to get that shit out of Doc's house. You understand? Do you get it? So Doc had to walk them to his house to get the shit that Dr. York needed out the house. Because there's no way them fucktards, them uh, agents all around him would not have, or them spies, Black ass devil spies would have not wouldn't wouldn't have known what was taken that Doc had to give it. Oh, that's y'all don't understand this shit, motherfucker. Listen, you watch a movie and you wait till the smart guy in it solves it. <laughs> you got to see. You 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 got to know what's gonna happen before it happens. It's very important. <laughs> you know, it's, it's very important. It's like, yo, I've seen this shit before. Yeah, he did it himself because, listen, now all we get in the report, all I've been reading so far um, with y'all is NBC, 
I just read NBC, a little bit of them bastards, uh, and they've been quoting CNN. Daily Mail been quoting CNN and uh, some other motherfuckers, but it's the same shit. Why am I mentioning it? Where am I getting at? Fuck. Got distracted. The fuck was that? What's my point? What am I getting to? Come on, the nurse, to help me out. Oh. The nurse said it. That should tell you something here in New York. Right. Right. And they're the only motherfuckers running their damn mouth is the media. Something about them. I was going somewhere with this shit, but I got distracted. I got to get back focused. It's something about what they're saying and what each of these mainstream medias is saying in regards to this, boys and girls. I was getting somewhere, but now I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, oh, here's what it is. The stories don't add up, okay? This article said this, Bar, that Christina or whatever the fuck her name, his attorney, was there at the house when they raided. So she was there. Got it? Now, according to his fucking son, he got the call that the feds are at the house, and I called and told my daddy. Oh, or then I told my daddy. Now, if my lawyer, me being the daddy, is at the house, the call should be from the lawyer telling me, and who the fuck called his son and told him without Trump knowing, and he told, see, this is, they ain't got their story together. I'm telling you, they should have had me, goddammit. They should have had me on the team because, no, it's, it's, too, it's holes in this motherfucker. I know holes when I see holes. It's holes in it. Mind you, this is their side, okay? This is their side, all right? Nobody knows what the fuck happened. The first motherfucker runs his mouth is Trump. Now, your devil friend, media puppet, has already come out and say this did not come from the White House. Neither did it come from other alphabet sources, from uh, alphabet departments. You know I'll be knowing them alphabets, but I just know they all ain't shit. So now this your devil friend mainstream media is saying that shit. This is all what they have gathered, either from Trump telling motherfuckers, his son telling motherfuckers, and also knowing that he sent the shit to the National Archives January the 21st or 20th, 2020 or some old shit. I don't fucking know. So think about it. Think about it. And again, the media wasn't informed. You know? The media wasn't informed. I'll tell you somebody else who did the same goddamn shit and made people believe it. Oprah Winfrey, her Palm Beach home, she had that bitch sealed off, tapered off, all that fucking shit as if the FBI was going in that bitch to raid her underground shit. That's a stage. That's stage to make people think that 
you know, her house was um, her property. Y'all, y'all don't remember that? And the media never showed up, never to say, we're live. We don't know what the fuck is going on. We're in front of Oprah Winfrey's fucking house. Nobody fucking knows. But it had the orange. Y'all ain't seen that shit? This was like, what, last year or two? Last year or two? Yep. Y'all ain't you you seen it? You seen? I seen pictures, but it didn't come from the media. It it didn't come from you know your mainstream media. This shit here is wild. Don't believe nothing that you see or hear. This shit here is too fucking. It's it's I don't know, but I'm in conclusion. It's questionable. Nobody knows but them, and this is. Breaking fucking news! This shit just makes no sense. So, anyway, so I guess they, I guess a, you know, FBI director, the FBI, somebody gonna show up on um on a Wednesday, and the article would say on Monday. <laughs> so I guess he's gonna speak on Wednesday about what happened on Monday. Uh, yo, I said, fuck it. Okay, never mind. All right, all right. Anyway, whew, I'm moving on with my life. Great day, Ethereum. Great day, J One. Hope all is well with y'all, man. That's it, man. I'm fucking shit. This shit. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, how long? I got too many windows up. Okay, so that's that. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm, I'm fucking finished playing with this whole game. Um, side note, y'all remember Tasha K and Cardi B? Remember Tasha K, Cardi B? Cardi B sued the bitch for $4 million? Yes, yes. Girl, they said that bitch fled out of Georgia, honey. That Tasha had to get the fuck out of Georgia. She left. Where'd she go? <laughs> that bitch left the country. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, she lost. Remember, she said she was gonna file an appeal, so she filed the appeal and lost the appeal. Yeah, she tried to file the appeal to have the um, four million dollar judgment tossed, tossed out on a technicality. But anyway, um, Sandra Rose reports that um, Tasha K. Um, <clears throat> um, doesn't have four million dollars. Um, oh, damn, straight from the A. That's my girl, A. Yeah, straight from the A. She just, uh, she did a YouTube saying that um, Tasha uh, ran out of Georgia, shall Tasha K? Yeah. I wonder why she left Georgia. All right, but Car- Carter be living in New York, too, but I know she got a house in Atlanta some damn well somewhere. Anyway, but, yeah, they said her and her family fled um, Georgia and moved to the safe havens of South Florida. Florida is a safe place for debt- debtors, 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 <laughs> who's lo- who-, who lost large judgments. Florida makes life difficult for debt collectors. Oh, Really? So, plus Florida's homestead exemption prevents a judgment from becoming a lien on a Florida's debtor's primary residence. Oh, that's smart. God damn, I need to move to Florida. The fuck? I need to move to Florida, God Everybody, let's go to Florida. There you go. But... 
Boy, I said, here I come, goddamn. Neff said, that's why O.J., O.J. Simpson lived there. Oh. Now this shit all making goddamn sense. <laughs> so this bitch moved to South Florida, shouted, so she wouldn't have to pay that goddamn $4 million on that for that bitch. To uh, Cardi. Wow, learn something new. You see why it's important sometimes to read gossip sites? It's very important. See, you niggas wouldn't know if I didn't fucking read a gossip site. I'm never led on a fruitless journey. Never. Okay, um, well, shit, that's it. Well, shit, fuck, uh, Tasha K. Hey, goddamn Florida. Let me find this Florida debt, debtor's protection. Uh, homestead exemption. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, Tasha refiled an appeal with the U.S. Courts of Appeal on Thursday. That's August 4th. So that was a couple of days ago. All right. That's smart. Get the fuck out of Georgia, baby. Ooh. Lord. Wow. All right. So, um, just for those who need to know, Neff, are we on for tonight after the Don Nicoleon show? Movie night again. JFK Encore 19. Yeah. Oh, Neff, can you hear me, babe? Is this thing on? Neff, can you hear me? Okay, we on? Okay, and on Discord, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, do it Friday? Friday. No, Friday holds the Tavis show. Why, nah, fuck it. Might as well do it Saturday. Whatever day we we did it the other day, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to drain myself like that. Yeah, Saturday night, fuck it. Yeah, Saturday night. Um, Neff time is, uh, what you call it? What's your time again? West Coast? That's what, about nine, nine-ish, nine-ish your time and 11, 12-ish in the a.m. My time and some old shit. Hey, it's up to you, though. What the fuck? These motherfuckers can't hang. They ain't, ain't going to be able to hang. 8 p.m., your time, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, no, let's make it 12 midnight. Can we make it 12 midnight my time? Yeah, you know, just shake, just to shake the tree. Some of these folks, you feel me? Just to shake the tree. We don't need everybody. I'll be there with bells on, by the way. Oh, Thank shit. you, Neff. Appreciate it, Neff. No, I'm talking shit, you know, damn well. I can hang, boo. <laughs> I know you can, bitch. You was actually in the room, but you left and shit, I think. Uh, maybe that's the other day. Okay, um, I got something now that Twank on the line. Oh, I, y'all, y'all need a laugh. Let me give y'all a laugh real quick. Let me pull it up. Let y'all watch this quick, uh, My 600-Pound Life. This is a... Uh, <laughs> Girl, that nigga... Hold on. But you don't tell it, honey. Uh, this is a... Um, Somebody, what somebody did is took all the clips from the husband um, in the My 600-Pound Life, okay? And just because this motherfucker here. Um, oh, shit, I got to pee. Fuck. I'm going to fucking pee. Um, um, okay, 600-Pound Life. Hold on, let me find let me find it, man. It's too early. Uh, today is Wednesday. 
It's too early on Monday. <laughs> okay, um, here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let y'all see it. Uh, y'all want to laugh real quick? Uh, obese people, this has nothing to do with you. I just want to tell you that, okay? For real, it has nothing to do with you. I love y'all, okay? Just, this shit just funny. Check the husband out real quick. Bianca's weight has really affected the household. Time. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> now, what is it? Y'all ready? Hold on, let me check on YouTube. There it is. Okay, uh, here we go. All right. Um, and action. Bianca's weight has really affected the household, kind of, because Big Daddy got to do everything. I'm sick of it, really. She needs to get it together. We need to get it together because I need my help, mate. I'm an old man. She young. Where my surf at, baby? Come on, baby. Damn, you know, I got your whole tub, but... <laughs> get enough. I'm ready for lunch. I'm drinking you up. Bianca's like that. I know she wants to be that vibrant woman that can move around, but right now, she can't stand up and cook. She can't stand up and wash no dishes, I know that much. And that ain't cool. Hold on, let me get this. Did you already pack the food for the road? Yeah, I got you plenty of snacks. Okay. You know, uh, your snacks took a little half the back. Okay. Twang! <laughs> <laughs> your snacks took up half the back. And he said, did you pack this something for the road journey, whatever? He said, yeah, your snacks took up half the back. Yo. <laughs> Yo, this nigga here. Hold on, run it back just a little bit. We need to laugh. Look at the damn wrong part. Hold on, let me get this. Did you already pack the food for the road? Yeah, I got you plenty of snacks. Okay. You know, uh, your snacks took up half the back. Okay. <laughs> well, we're going to stop to get some meat because I'm hungry. I bet you are. Chug it in. You ready? Bibbit got snacks that took up half the back and said, we're going to have to stop get something to eat because I'm hungry. This shit, yo, the fuck? Oh, 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 my God. Don't take your eyes off this part. This shit here, wild. Why this shit? Hello. Well, we're going to stop to get something to eat because I'm hungry. I bet you are. Tug it in. You ready? Oop, one more time. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, y'all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Open that car door up one more time. Open that car door. I bet you are. Chug it in. You ready? Oh, one more time. Okay. Lord have mercy. Let me get this. Don't just hit the spot, baby. I'm starting to already feel better. Oh, you just starting? Yeah, just starting. Okay. The queen has a rag. Yo, did y'all know that bitch had two goddamn sodas in her arm, in her hand, one in her arm, one in her hand, no, and, I'm and a whole goddamn thing. family pack in her arm, in her lap? That's a shake. One is a shake and one is a drink. Thanks. <laughs> well, y'all know I don't know no damn difference. 
Goodness gracious. Shop says she feel better now. Okay, here we go. Oh, you just start? Yeah, I'm just start. Okay. The queen has a Well, there it is. There you go. What you mean by that? There it is. There you go. Cause I gotta physically move all the furniture by myself. Wait a minute, look, shot is six hundred pounds. The queen has arrived. Well, there it is. There you go. What you mean by that? There it is. There you go. Cause I gotta physically move all the furniture by myself. I'm, I'm trying. Do you want me to try to help you? No, you can't do it. This is my house. I'm... <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna make, baby. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, baby. You got up a couple of more. You want me to put you? <laughs> Yo, the room right there, man. <laughs> the room is right fucking there. Oh my god. The room, J one. Jay, one the room is right the fuck right there, right? Hey, girl. My grandmama said, "When you got a good nigga, he make you lazy." That's that shit right there. That's that shit. That's what my grandmama said. He don't know it make her lazy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's why I have to snap on Doc every fucking time we over here around me. I get no fuck you ain't. I get it myself. God damn it, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Motherfucker. I done been away from the fucking bed, bitch, for eight years. No. Okay. For real, man, that shit there is a motherfucker. Look at this shit. You want me to push it on these? I push it. Look, Come on. Look, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is my house. I move. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna make, baby. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, baby. You got up a couple of more. You want me? You want me to push it on this? I push it. Come on. Now hold the door, son. Hold the door. Hold the door. I'm gonna push it. Since you can't take these last five steps, and you wanted it, you wanted it good old Louisiana chicken. Here you go. There you go. Where the He said he was on that Louisiana chicken, and you can't take it. <laughs> Yo. Y'all know that chicken poison like a motherfucker. Hold up. Yo, the dad, the who, whatever the fuck he is, your husband, boyfriend. Here you go. Here you go. Where the car? Where the car? You can't, this fight can't go that far, so you're going to give up every time what Dr. No tell you about. You can't eat this, you can't eat that. You're going to give up. You're going to give up. Here, there you go. Boom. So come on, I gotta get you up. You gotta come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I suppose to actually did a disclaimer before I um played this video, and it is try not to laugh, but I'm glad I didn't. 
Because, you know, but. <laughs> Newby, what's up, babe? Look, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got to help you up. You got to, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, you're going to have to get me her, come on. Hold on, I got to get myself together. You want to sit right now? Because you sit right now, I'm not going to help you up this time, you like to kill me. Okay, come on. What? It's a whole bathroom in this one. It's a whole bathroom. It's a good bathroom. Come on, she make it. Okay, we're almost done. There you go. I don't know where I'm gonna sleep, but I'll be honest. I don't feel good today. Maybe I'll feel better if I get this food in me. I bet you will. Okay. <laughs> that nigga, I bet you will. Yo! Okay. <clears throat> I just figured. Okay, one more. I got one more, okay? This is Laugh Your Ass Off Mondays, okay? I'm still getting into my little Richard Ham shit. Newbie, why you ain't watch? Um, <clears throat> we we had movie night. JFK, nigga, everything that you and I been uncovering in this declassified CIA files and all that shit is all on that motherfucker. Remember that day, y'all? <clears throat> we needed the address. We looked up the address of the FBI office. Of um, remember, it was an office, OSS or some old shit. Y'all remember? That's that's the same addresses that is in the JFK movie, boo. This shit wild, Bart. God, dog. We finally get to see how... Oh, and the whole goddamn Cuba shit. It's a... I mean, goddamn, it's like... It's like reading a goddamn book, then watching a goddamn movie or some shit, man. This shit here wild. This shit, wow. Okay, one more. I swear, one more. One more, and then we're going to get into this. One more. Hold up. Hold up. One more. One more. Give you one more. Look at Twain. That Twain right there. <laughs> Twain stupid. That Twain right there. <laughs> right here. Right here. <laughs> That's right. Twain stupid. <laughs> okay, uh, hold up. Hold up. Okay. Here, here you go. Oh. Come outside of Chick-fil-A and the cow has the eat more chicken sign up. Are those two chickens? Are those two chickens?
World Star. Oh my God. I can't believe this is happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Давайте Я работаю до субботы. Давай воскресенье. Секунду подумал, какие не, я что я воскресенье на выборы. Сейчас что буду плакат увидел, что 14 сентября все идут на выборы. Добрый Ну поехали, ребят. Control directed energy weapons. See if I missed anything I wanted to share there with y'all. Nope, that's it. All right, so now we intend uh, Russian mind control directed energy weapons and action. Controlled offensive behavior, USSR. A night, you know what? Wait, I do have one more fucking thing. Look, I shared this because I wanted to show that I'm always right. <laughs> so give me one second. Let me find it. Hold on. Give me one second. Let me find it. Let me find it. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. God, dog, I got to pee. Um, hold up. Hold up. Uh, right here. Okay. Okay. Boys and girls, exhibit. Can you see it? Twain, can you see it? Can anybody see it? I'm going to go on YouTube and check. Can you see this? <clears throat> can y'all see this? Y'all know who that is? Now, <clears throat> about eight years ago, Maybe nine. I don't remember. But I remember this. That's that's Brittany Griner. Now, listen. I said that was a fucking boy. Anybody remember Don's show eight, nine years ago? I said that is a fucking boy. Anybody remember eight, nine, ten years ago? Oh, you recall, Twain? Good, because this shit is fucking very important, okay? 
Now, to get your titties removed, you would be able to see the cut. This nigga ain't never had titties. You don't see the cut line. You don't see no tattoo covered over there. I kept telling you, motherfucker. I remember <clears throat> Nefertiti surviving the game. Nefertiti surviving the game is where I learned of her. And I pulled her up or whatever, and this was on the show. And I was like, Nef, that's a goddamn boy. So for a while, Nef was like, no, it ain't no goddamn boy. And I remember, like, let's say months later or something, and, and Neff was given the uh, uh, sports segment, and then Neff said, Don, I think you're right. That, um, <laughs> that's a goddamn boy. Because I think it has something to do with, uh, now my memory is fucked up on this one, but I think I'm right, um, that it has something to do with her donating, uh, Brittany donating um, sperm. Neff, does that sound familiar? To her girlfriend during that time, <laughs> I think that's when Neff was like, wait a minute, two bitches donating an egg. It was something. It was strange as fuck. But the shit, man, I, re- I remember something like that that Neff found and brought it to Surviving the Game segment and shit. Anybody don't, man, where the fuck y'all niggas at? Oh, that's right. I made it all the original Don Colleone show listeners got them pissed off and I made them get the hell away from me. <laughs> like, so I guess uh, all of these are newcomers. <laughs> like, shit, like, I'm pissed off, motherfucker. <laughs> so I guess everybody gone. That that was theirs. <laughs> what J one? Oh my God! Let me tell you. Look at this. Do you see it, J one? I told these motherfuckers that was a goddamn. Look at this. Look, look, look at this. You saw an SRS video. What's that? Look, look at this. Where the cut at? This bitch ain't. That's a fucking boy. A boy. God damn. All right now. Um, let's get into it, man, y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> Baby, that was a time where there was very, very intuitive, wise women. They don't exist no more. I'm the, I'm the only one left on the planet. You know, a lot of them passed, time to go and shit. But they would tell you, sitting on the porch, that one there, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yep, uh-uh. 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 And knew everything intuitively, instinctively, knew every goddamn thing. It's not enough. It ain't enough no more. So everything sounds crazy. And the children this damn time like to call me a hater. <laughs> you just hating. You know what I'm saying? It's, truth has nothing to do with hate. You know, everything got to be a hater. Like my children call me, hey, you mind, you're just a fucking hater. I say, that's a goddamn man. They say I'm a fucking hater. Okay, I say that boy's a fucking fag. They say I'm a fucking hater. Not the fact that that they don't know if he is or he ain't, but because all of a sudden truth bears hate, Trit. And that's so true. Noble Drew Ali said something like that. You know? But lies will get your friends. Flattery will get your enemies. Truth. Uh, no, we'll get your fake-ass friends or some shit. No, what you at least say. But anyway, 
I, I told you, motherfucker, motherfuck shit. Man, I, I see everything in different with different set of eyes, baby. Okay, but anyway, uh, well, that's that. And that nigga is in a, and like I said, dead, no, dead, never mind. Fuck it. All right, I'm going to move on. I got I to move on with my life. Um, all right, let's get ready for the, um, for this goddamn Russian part now with MK, uh, with Mind Control. And I really want you guys to join us Saturday night, movie night in Discord, okay? Come to the after party. If you don't see me, that means I'm addicted to walking right now. That's Saturday night, though. And hopefully so some smart motherfucker can drop it. I'll drop it on Facebook, too, but I don't really want everybody goddamn fucking around. Oh, one more thing. What? I got hit up with something, with facts, with proof that China has copied, has trademarked African American. Okay? Mm. The term African American. I I got the motherfucker. I just didn't post it, Twain. You know what I'm saying? I didn't post it like the proof. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't give a fuck. I'm not giving a motherfucker a goddamn thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I say it, that's what the fuck it is. But I that's always right. say it ain't for you dumbites. Meaning you the motherfuckers it. on, you know, Facebook and shit. I, I, that ain't this for those motherfuckers who got some goddamn sense. You understand? Who actually cut their own goddamn grass and wiped their own ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing no fucking goddamn fact-finding fuck shit for God. Not for no nigger. Not for no damn nigger. I don't even know. Not for no nigger. I'm not doing shit for no nigger. Motherfucker, I'm not getting getting a nigger a goddamn thing. I'm not even going to go get a nigger mail for that nigger. I'm not doing nothing for a nigger. Motherfucker, nigger always want a goddamn where, where at. Where with? Bring it. Drop it. Go get it. Let me see. Fuck you. Use a nigger. Use a goddamn nigger, man. I'm not fucking. I'm, this ain't for you, niggas. It's for motherfuckers with some goddamn sense. Higher sense. God damn. Oh. God damn. I literally put on that motherfucking one for the damn dumb mice. This ain't. I just said, look here. <laughs> I but I forgot dumb people don't even know that they dumb. That's how dumb they are. And they just try it right on my damn page. Where it is? I don't know. Where as long as they ain't got the word indigenous, all this dumb ass shit. You're not even read that shit. call me. Oh, my God. Down, boo. Fuck. Go look it up. Go find it yourself. Go get it yourself. I tell you about it. Go get it your goddamn self. All right. If this was a stock tip, I'll keep it to my fucking self. Shit. <laughs> tell a motherfucker. If I tell if I tell if I tell a motherfucker, goddamn, go get some stock in there. Then where's your proof? How you know? How you know it's gonna goddamn reap my return? How you? Fuck you. Oh, you know, man, I'm going to tell you, man, niggas would never fucking learn nothing. You know? Let the white man tell you. 
Let the white man tell you everything. That motherfucker, that piece of shit, that motherfucker, look, the white man said you're going to find out when you're dead. Y'all know that's his foundation, right? That, that is his foundation. You're going to find out when you're dead. That's his religion. You're going to find out when you're dead. That's his politics. You're going to find out when you're dead. That's his education, no lie system. You're going to find out when you're dead. God damn it, I am not telling you nothing. You got to die. You're going to have to die and find this shit out. Twain, what did that man say? Not you, Twain, sorry, Neff. Jim Garrison said in court over that JFK shit, he said, I tell my children every day, stay fit. So that you can see the goddamn JFK files that they goddamn sealed the fuck up in 2029. That's 1960s. Told his children. Because they not going to tell you nothing while you alive. As a matter of fact, them goddamn Pfizer documents. What's the, what's the date on the Pfizer? Year three, the year 3000 and something? <laughs> God damn. What the fuck, 70, what the fuck, 2038? Oh, shit, that motherfucker done depopulated this motherfucker down to goddamn two people left on the planet. 75 fucking years. Well, yeah, so it's not 2038 then, J1. 75 fucking years, nigga, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the year three, that's the fuck. <laughs> Wait, 25 70. Yeah, that's damn near knocking that uh, year 3,000. <laughs> Shit. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go into Russian mind control. Can't believe these fucking humans. Oh, my goodness. Waiting on the white man to tell you. Great day, Tracy. All right. Russian mind control, directed energy weapons. Action. Control offensive behavior. U-S-S-R. Type this word in. Not type it, but controlled offensive behavior. U-S-S-R, a 1972 Army study of Soviet experimentation that focused on the targeting of individuals, not groups. Got it? Soviet dissidents were the target of microwave anti-personnel weapons and mind-altering techniques that sought the total submission of one's will to some outside force. The total submission of one's will to some outside force. That's, I don't know, I was talking to somebody earlier today. How did this happen? How come nobody knows nothing anymore? How come they're being controlled and not even know? Motherfucker, microwave, anti-personnel weapons and mind-altering techniques, okay, that sought the total submission of one's will to some outside force. The American effort at the time was just as exotic. Brain researcher Wilder Penfield demonstrated that electrical stimulation kicked up lost memories with perfect recall. That's electrical stimulation. Acoustical telemetry. Telemetry? Telemetry? 
to <laughs> telemetry. Acoustical uh, fuck. Acoustical telemetry allowed American scientists to create scallops of infrared. Oh, no, it's not infrared. Let's do it again. Acoustical telemetry. Yeah, telemetry. Acoustical telemetry allowed American scientists to create scallops of infrasound waves in the head, wiping clean all information stored by the brain cells. Did y'all get that? One day, you motherfuckers is going to realize that your brain is a fucking computer which is how they were able to make what you depend on now is the artificial computer. But who the fuck am I? An EM arms race was in progress. EM, my control surface at the 1973 Russian Conference on Psychotronic Research. The agenda, of, uh, the agenda for the Prague meeting included the following five topics. Y'all ready for the five topics? This is what they talk about. Now, if we have shows talking about this shit, they're going to say we fucking crazy. Talking about, I'm going to tell you what the topic is. But first, I'm going to take you back to fucking top fucking scientists. 1973 Russian Conference on Psychotronic Research. The agenda for the Prague meeting included the following five topics. Erasure of the subconscious mind. Development of ESP. Induction of paranormal effects in dreams. The mechanical equivalent of neuropsychic energy. And the psi gene, PSI gene. Motherfucker. Y'all want me to read the topics again that they discussed at this goddamn psychotronic goddamn research? Again, erasure of the subconscious mind. You know how many middles and bitches and hoes and fucking politicians and teachers and scum buckets and your favorite fucking whoever the fuck you like on this planet know nothing about the subconscious mind? They know nothing about none of this shit. Mr. Whiting ain't teaching your children this in school because the damn sure ain't taught me this. I had to find, I had to drop out to find out about subconscious mind. He ain't telling you shit about ESP. They're not teaching you nothing. They ain't teaching you about paranormal effects and dreams and shit, the mechanical equivalent of neuropsychic energy and the gene. Get the fuck out of here. These motherfuckers are walking around goddamn clueless. This is 1973. Five topics. Erasure of the subconscious mind happening right now. This is why they can do the Mandela effect. Development of ESP, induction of paranormal effects and dreams, the mechanical equivalent of neuropsychic energy and the psi gene. The Soviets were known to have potent blinding lasers, potent blinding lasers. They were also feared to have developed acoustic and radio wave weapons. For those who know my master teacher gave us the heads up on acoustic and radio wave weapons. 
Remember, they trying to destroy your nine magnetic particles, and he take us back to the goddamn six fifties, sixties, seventies, with all that acoustic shit. I'll play it for you, motherfuckers. No, I won't. I ain't playing shit. When he say they trying to destroy you, and he go into how they came up with the acoustic, and I, never mind. Fuck y'all, motherfucker, man. This ain't the day anyway. Okay, the Soviets were known to have potent blinding lasers. They were also feared to have developed acoustic and radio wave weapons. The 1987 issue of Soviet Military Power, a Cold War Pentagon publication, warned that the Soviets might be close to a prototype short-range tactical RF radio frequency weapon. The Washington Post reported that year that the Soviets had used such weapons to kill goats at one kilometer range. Is that how all the cows end up dead uh, several months back? Remember? Y'all seen it? Y'all saw all the dead cows just dropped the fuck, just dead. For, yep. for what acres of dead fuck? Is that how they did it? Is that how they did it? Is that why there wasn't no meat on the shelf at the Walmart in South Carolina, North Carolina? Why all the meat is gone? Then other stores started locking up the spam last month, huh? Think about it. They wiped y'all subconscious already. Come on. What's next? Nah, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl. They done fucking got damn. How many kilometers? One kilometer. The Pentagon, in turn, the Pentagon, it turns out, has been pursuing similar devices since the 1960s. No shit. We've been looking into them son of a bitches. What they were doing in the forties and fifties. We got the whole they done class they done declassified all this shit and y'all niggas wanna read the newspaper. Read the timeline. Ain't nothing on that motherfucker. The Russian uh capability demonstrated in a series of laboratory experiments dating back to the mid nineteen seventies could be used to suppress riots. This is also in the CIA files, y'all. Said they want to use it to suppress riots, control dissidents. This is CIA, MKUltra. Demoralize or disable opposing forces and enhance the performance of friendly special operation teams. Enhance. Did you hear that? Enhance the performance of friendly special operation teams. But this is Russia we're talking about, not the United States right now. But that's in their CIA files about themselves. Pioneered by the government-funded Department of Psychocorrection at the Moscow Medical Academy. Oh, I was listening about to Zena. I think Zena was playing some uh, Meezy, Dr. York, and he says, "Go look up the word." Oh, fuck, I done fucked up. Never mind, I can't tell you. He said, look up the word 
<laughs> God damn it. Then I fried my subconscious. Look, he said, um, okay, all right. The original Bible was written in what language? Come on, help me out. Say it. I want to see how smart you niggas are today. The so-called William King's, well, the, the original Bible, whatever the fuck, it was written in what? Hebrew. Good job, newbie. And from there, it was translated into what? Greek. Let's stop there. So, and from there, it was translated to Anglo-Saxon. It was translated to William Shakespeare tongue, right? Okay. So, there's a part where in the Bible, the English version, King James, right? But you translate it to Greek. That's why Dr. York gave us the Greek translation, the Hebrew translation, and the King James English translation. This is why we know it so good. But anyway, he says um, in the books, though, but um, you know where they talk about sorcerers and all that type of shit. He said if you look up the word sorcery, if you take it back to Greek, you'll find the word pharmacy. The word for sorcery in Greek is pharmacy. Wake up, y'all. So it's about a few passages in the in the Bible written in English, but remember now, like Nubi said, the original Bible is written in Hebrew, then they translated it to Greek, and then you got this old watered-down dog wolf talk language. <laughs> So, translate sorcery back to Greek, you'll see pharmacy. They fucking, that's boy. That shit, that, glue, 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 glue. <laughs> Newbie, you stupid. Glue, 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 glue. boy. Okay, um. So back to Russian and their um, uh, Moscow Medical Academy, okay? Listen, this is a medical fucking academy. It's focused on acoustic psycho correction. Why do y'all fucking with these people? Why do you trust them? Oh, my God. There's no way. You can't, when you know too much, you know you can't trust them motherfuckers. You got to do the opposite. Okay. Sorry, let's continue. All right, pioneered by the government-funded Department of Psychocorrection at the Moscow Medical Academy, acoustic psychocorrection involves the transmission of specific commands via static or white noise bands into the human subconscious without upsetting other intellectual functions. You hear that? That's the medical academy. I'll do it again. Acute psychocorrection involves the transmission of specific commands via static or white noise bands into the human subconscious without upsetting other intellectual functions. Experts said laboratory demonstrations have shown encouraging results after exposure of less than one minute. You hear that? What was the purpose of them doing that shit? into the human subconscious. Okay, let's figure it out. Uh, moreover, decades of research and investment of untold 
of untold millions of rubbles. Is that rub rubless? I don't know. In the process of psycho correct uh, cor- correction, sorry, psycho correction. Uh, decades of research and investment of untold millions of rublos, rublies, untold millions of rublies in the process of psychocorrection has produced the ability to alter behavior on willing and unwilling subjects. The experts added, I'm so glad you're here. Hold on, baby. You better be glad I just stopped this using the left eye. To look in the after party. Give me a mic check, new. Be great day. Hotep, Hotep, Don. How you doing this evening? I'm good, baby. How about yourself? I'm doing my best hanging in there, Don. Nah, that's our rubles. Rubles? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is a ruble? Uh, uh, Soviet money. <laughs> Russian money. Rubles? You tell I have no ties to the Russians. <laughs> we can tell you do, though. <laughs> Didn't I tell you I was going to polish up on that, Don? We spoke sure about this some time ago. Damn, about. that's what you've been doing this whole time, bro? You, you know, know when I got the time, I put some time in. Uh, Noob, you are just, you are amazing, man. Okay. What is it called? What's the name of it again? Rubles. Rubles. So let me see what it says. Let me find Rubles again. Fuck, where's Rubles? Where the fuck was Rubles at? Moreover, decades of research and investment of untold millions of rubles, okay, in the process of psychocorrection has produced the ability to alter behavior on willing and unwilling subjects, the expert added. In an um, effort to restrict potential misuse of this capability, Russian senior research scientists, diplomats, military offices and officials of the Russian Ministry of Higher Education, Science and Technology Policy are beginning to provide limited demonstrations for their U.S. counterparts, United States counterparts. You hear that? You remember when they went to Russia? The CIA went to Russia secretly? They sent someone, that guy ended up, he went to a few countries, but lastly he had to go to Russia, and they demonstrated a few of it. The CIA um, hired motherfucker in the CIA files. Goddamn, mind control, motherfucker. This is mind control. What's wrong with y'all? Goddamn, y'all remember shit? Y'all know how to connect to that? That's where they went to. So here, what year are we in? Look, not year here, year there. So, yeah, they said that the, um, where am I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Senior research scientists, Russian senior research scientists, diplomats, military officers and officials of the Russian Ministry of Higher Education, Science and Technology Policy are beginning to provide limited demonstrations for their United States counterparts. Further evaluation of key technologies in the United States are being planned, and our and our discussions aimed at creating a framework for bringing the issue under bilateral and multilateral controls. United States and Russian sources. Joint said. venture. Oh yeah. Huh? Joint of venture. Of course. 
And you know it, they play both sides. They play the hell out the Americans to make you think the bad guy so you won't look their way, and they in the bed with them. This, they've always done that, right? Yes, they always do that. Yes. They just, oh, I just can't believe these. Man, you really just, come on. I, I can't. Man, I'm so, I'm so glad I wasn't born back there in the 60s and 50s and 40s. Man, I would have slapped so many goddamn people in the grocery store. Like, if y'all don't wake the fuck up, you know, all the little so-called bad guys that they tell the, um, you know, the American dumbasses that they're going to war and all of that, bad guys, and they're in bed with them. They don't, they don't know. They they. They believe whatever the TV tell them. Yeah, and the nurses, war games. They just believe whatever the fucking TV tell them. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> that boob the people too on the dying. TV tell them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and the blind-ass presidents. They're just liars. Oh, and them damn history books and the school teachers. They're all liars. Doctors, liars. Lawyers not the only liars. Anybody with a job is a fucking liar. Um, where am I? Are you following me here? Yes, you know it was a joint venture, Doc. You know where I'm at? Are you got the same? You on the page I'm on? Uh, you you just chilling. You're not looking at it. I didn't get the uh, the link done. Here. That's for y'all over there in the after party. That's for y'all if y'all want it. Y'all should be right where I'm at. If you're not, then I'm on the PDF file 71. I'm somewhere after counterparts, United States counterpart, the discussion. Oh, shit, multilateral controls, U.S. and Russian sources says, an updated paper by the Psycho Center, a Moscow-based group affiliated with the Department of Psycho-Correction at the Moscow Medical Academy, acknowledges the potential danger of this capability. The Russian experts, including George Kotov, Kotov, how you say that, K-O-T-O-V? Kotov? Kotov? Hmm? Yes. How you pronounce it? Kotov. Kotov. Well, yeah, him. The Russian experts, including George Kotov, a former KGB general, now serving in a senior government ministry post, present in their report, present in their report a list of software, your brain needs it, and hardware, your brain needs it, associated with their psycho-correction program. You hear that? Wow. That's why people are so busy trying to protect that dumbass computer sitting on their desk from a fucking virus or invasion. All that stuff, they have no idea, nigga. You can be uploaded, downloaded. Your files can be deleted in your fucking brain. How many times do I tell these people that? The brain is a fucking computer. I'll say it again. The Russian experts, including George Kotov, a former KGB general, now serving in a senior government ministry post, present in their report a list of software and hardware associated with their psycho-correction program that could be procured for as little as $80,000. 
this is going on today. As far as it has become possible to probe and correct psychic contents of human beings despite their will and consciousness by instrument means, by instrumental means, results have been achieved, can get out of our control and be used with inhuman purposes of manipulating sight. Now, that is what the former KGB general said. I'll repeat it. As far as, it has, as far as it has become possible to probe and correct psychic contents of human beings despite their will and consciousness by instrumental means, results having been achieved can get out of our control and be used with inhuman purposes of manipulating psyche. And what the homeboy teach us to do? Psyche, self-defense. Self-defense. That's right. You got to have it. You walking around this bitch butt-fucking-naked, man, unprotected. That's why you have to develop psyche, self-defense. Ain't that something? Sure is. Which is why I'm with that motherfucker for eternity. He knew it. These motherfuckers have gotten these weapons, did a whole book called The Holographic Brain, did a book, man, come on, man, trying to wake these niggas up, and then kept talking psychic self-defense, man. Everything, exposing all this shit even before we were born. But he had to give it to us because we special. Psychic self-defense, you have to develop Psyche self-defense. Look at this shit. Now, why why do we have to develop psychic self-defense, Dr. York, crazy-ass motherfucker? The fuck is that? What we just read. <laughs> They've been working on this shit since the 60s. Mm. And bring it up to date. This conversation was like four or five years ago with the KGB general, former general. Yeah. As far as, as far as it has become possible to probe and correct psyche contents of human beings despite their will and consciousness by instrumental means, results having been achieved can get out of our control and be used with inhuman purposes of manipulating psyche. The Russian authors note that, quote, world opinion is not ready for dealing appropriately with the problems coming from the possibility of direct access to the human mind. Therefore, the Russian authors have proposed a bilateral center for psychotechnologies where United States and Russian could monitor and restrict the emerging capabilities. This is so fucking, look, I will never, ever forsake you. I will always warn you. What that nigga say in the Bible? I will never forsake you, nor will I. You're you going to always get a heads up, but you look down. As soon as you get a heads up, you turn your head the other way and drop it to the floor. But I keep my head up. Mama, you give me a heads up, motherfucker. I work towards that shit because motherfuckers is walking around this bitch, J1, fucking clueless. And they've been clueless. And their children been clueless, and their moms and dads have been, I mean, just fucking clueless. Focus on a white 
house with a picket fucking fence and shit. Look, oh my God, the one of the baddest fucking lines, and I'm gonna get enough to rewind it back, play it back, rewind again, play it, run, play it, run, play it. The baddest line and one of the hardest lines in JFK that Jim Garrison, the DA, says, newbie, his wife, I forgot that bitch name, Sissy Spacek or some old shit, you know, some old white hoe acting in that bitch. But um, she pissed off at the nigga because he's so absorbed, you know what I'm saying? Just like three years later and shit. Realizing that goddamn assassination was not Lee Oswald, Wall, whatever fuck his name and shit, right? And then Lee he Harvey Oswald. You know how yes. bitches be, right? Bitches be. You don't need to spend time with your kids. You are so fucked up over this J.F. Kennedy shit. Just about six years later, five, six years later. <laughs> so they get the argument shit, the best argument right there, motherfucker. I'm on that nigga team. I ain't never on the nigga side snapping on a bitch, but this makes perfect sense. But he says, why don't you wake the fuck up, right? He tells his wife, wake the fuck up. He said, man, this shit ain't about the fucking house you in or the two cars you got or the fucking, or your kitchen, bitch. This is about our children. This is about our children, man. If we don't motherfucking wake up, our children going to be fucked up by this goddamn government. That was in the 60s, bro. Look at the shit now. Look at all the retarded fucking kids being born because of this motherfucker. Look at all the, the, I mean, the supreme mind fucking they doing now. Look at the obese, look at the death rate. Look at the what the fuck they were doing two years ago, a year ago, and this year, today. Look at this shit. That motherfucker said, bitch, this ain't about no damn house. You need to wait the fuck up. This ain't about the two cars we got or the motherfucker, that goddamn kitchen you got. It's about our children's future. We got to open our eyes to the fucking sickness of this goddamn government. For real. And protect our children. We got to wake these motherfuckers up. Bitch, you need to wake the fuck up if you care about your children. You cannot be lost in your two cars, in your little ugly goddamn house or your pretty-ass fucking kitchen and shit. Newbie, that's the hardest goddamn line ever, man. That's why I be wanting to tell this nigga I lay up with, man. Like, y'all, that's why I say y'all in that fetal position. Mm. That's what I mean by that. Y'all niggas sleeping in a fetal fucking position like some goddamn dingy-ass white bitch. Got niggas want to be laid up with some goddamn body and shit. I mean, this that bullshit. Want a nice life, want to be happy. Nigga, ain't nobody be motherfucking happy around this bitch. Can't be happy with, with being mind-fucked, being distracted. That's right, Don. God, dog. That is right. That's why, man, that Godfather said women and children can be careless, but men can't. These men walking around this motherfucker want to be shot by a butt-naked baby with an arrow and shit. These got the fucking mind of a goddamn woman. And turned all men into fucking women. Niggas having relationship shows and shit. Motherfucker, are you kidding me, nigga? You kidding me? God damn, motherfucker. This is this. <laughs> motherfucker, 
motherfuckers sitting at barbershops with their legs crossed, calling it a goddamn talk show. Niggas sitting in a living room drinking wine amongst each other, talking about, boy, are you fucking kidding, nigga, you goddamn. See, that's that. He, listen. Listen. The motherfucker. This motherfucker so smooth, baby. Jesus is the devil. That son of a bitch come like a thief in the night. You'll never fucking know. Ain't man generation noticed it. Ain't that nigga's the devil. Okay, and a man motherfucker know that they got looking, everybody looking the other way and shit, looking somewhere the fuck, look at this shit. But anyway, moral story is that shit, man, I felt that shit. I be want to slap my mama with that line, my children with that line, my nigga with that line. I slap you niggas with it every Monday through Friday. But I want to slap the motherfuckers in my life with that fucking line. The fuck, this nigga, what? You don't fucking, I ain't going back to sleep. I'm not going back to sleep. You going back to sleep, Nobi? I'm not Absolutely going back to fucking sleep. This last six minutes up on the fucking clock, bitch. That's right. Do you understand that you stayed up for so goddamn long and all you got, all you got is six fucking six minutes and six seconds. Motherfuckers, come on now. Who the fuck's finna go back to sleep now? I refuse. Man, me too, bro. Goddamn, this shit here, man, ain't no way in fucking hell. I ain't going back no goddamn sleep. I gotta keep, I gotta keep all eyes on this motherfucker, okay? Cause they ain't finished, baby. Somebody got to stay up. Dr. Igor Smirnov, a Russian expert on non-lethal weapons, was brought to the U.S. for a series of meetings in Virginia in 1993. The meetings were attended by representatives of the CIA, DIA, was DIA, newbie? FBI, and ARPA. What A-R-P-A, fuck it. What is the fuck is this? Fuck these goddamn ugly-ass letters. DIA, Department of... Internal affairs. I'm making up shit. Let's see. Got a fucking guess about these. They just yes, make up every, every time they do some trifling shit, and then they tell the public we don't do that shit no more. They come up with another three letter al- alphabet, and then have mother Detroit Institute of Art. No, this is not it. Defense Intelligence Agency. That's the DIA. Defense Intelligence Agency. Okay. What's the other one? Um, what's you ARPA? said ARPA? Yeah. We know the CIA trifling ass. We know what that is. <laughs> motherfucker. These goddamn motherfuckers. Oh, the American Rescue Plan Act. No. Maybe there's another one. Jackson to use ARPA funding to repair. Hmm. Yeah. What is ARPA? In addition to funding housing, households, small businesses, schools, and all this other type of shit. Y'all heard what your boy Biden doing? What's he doing, Don? Well, ain't no such thing as Biden doing any goddamn thing. But, um, damn, I saw it earlier. I don't know where I saw it at. But um, it's saying that this motherfucker is about to goddamn um, just go after everybody. Everybody meaning y'all 
can't go after me. I'm homeless. I have nothing in my name. I know, I have nothing. And going, oh, there it is. Nope, that ain't. Yeah, that's it. Biden's spending bill includes $80 billion for 87,000 IRS workers to audit small business owners. What's WFH? Anybody know what WFH is? I don't know. Ride share drivers. PPP scammers. What's W? What's W? WFH. What's that? Republican lawmakers was opposed, who opposed the bill, say it will target small business owners, people who work from home, ride share drivers, TikTokers, and YouTubers. Eighty-seven thousand IRS workers would be. Put to work auditing 1.7 million middle class because remember they got to get rid of the middle class, right? Nah. People, huh? WFH is work from home. <laughs> I read it. Work from home. Yeah. So remember now, the mission is two classes of people: the rich and the poor. The middle class about to be out. So your government is focused on getting rid of. The middle class, 1.7 million middle class. That's according to the Republicans that they are going after the middle class people. The reality, the middle class people, the work from home, the ride share drivers, and small business owners, um, and the Republicans opposed it. But here's what Republican Senator Mike, Mike Crapo of Idaho says. The reality is a significant portion raised from their IRS funding bloat would come from taxpayers with income below $400,000. IRS Commissioner Charles Rettig disagreed, saying the $80 billion in funding would not increase audits of households making less than $400,000 per year. IRS audits have dropped over the past decade, according to the Biden administration. That's a loss of $207 billion in income tax revenue. Ooh, this is robbery. The Biden administration is particularly annoyed that influencers are earning millions of dollars. This is Democrat, man. I told how many times we got to tell stupid-ass niggas that Democrats hate you, nigga. How many times this whole fucking facade is to get what? Come on. Where's a historian? What president said, I can have them niggas voting Democrats for the rest of their fucking lives? Keep them voting. What? Come on. Any historians? I got nine nine seconds remaining before we go into overtime. Come on. What the fuck? What motherfucker said that shit? It's Democrats, man. We've been trying to tell niggas that shit forever. Come on. You'll vote them in. Lyndon B. Johnson. Thank you, Ethereum. And, and give me his quote. What did he tell? Hey, she dot great day. What the fuck? The fuck? When we slap it in the, in these niggas' faces, baby, we slap it in these niggas' faces. Yo, they got, I'm telling you, newbie, this whole mind control shit since the 1950s have been perfected. 
all around the world. Absolutely. Used as experiments first. But who the fuck did they do it to? Negroes. Yep. Negroes. The, the Negroes. There is not. It's, their weapon is we're, we're no match for them motherfuckers. They 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 have used this shit because there is no way you put if if I don't give a fuck how many times I'm mind fucked by my own people in believing that I need to vote Democrat. And if somebody comes along and show me what Lyndon B. Johnson said, that should awake me to fuck up. On general principle, yes, Don. I mean, for real. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. My mom and dad and my grandma and everybody told me to vote Democrat. But let, like, yeah. Ain't no something. So you know we're dealing with some microwaves here. You know we're dealing with some MK Ultra mind control. Because nothing works with these niggas. Nothing. You show them this shit. You show them everything and it still don't work. They got them. They got them. They got them, man. This, they got them motherfuckers, man. It's a shame. How can you go against social influences? These are literally people, entrepreneurs that are making something out of nothing. Nef, <laughs> Nef always said that shit. Nef, I, I said it. I said it. That they were going after niggas, the middle class, motherfucking niggas that's making these millions of fucking dollars. But the day we were saying was Democrats. Hit these niggas finally. Look, motherfucker, even your damn Bible even says the iniquities of the Amorites will not be fulfilled. It's not yet fulfilled. Say you will come out in great substance, but the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled. The hate that he have for you. Your seed shall be in a strange land that is not theirs. And for 400 years, your seed shall serve them motherfuckers and call them Amorites, dwell, mountain dwellers, blonde-haired, blue-eyed motherfuckers. But your seed, and, and what it say, and by the fourth generation, which is us, we are the fourth generation, y'all, by the fourth generation shall come hither, and they shall come out with great substances, so all that shit y'all niggas got right now, you niggas got businesses, you able to buy what you want to buy, fly where you want to fly, they will come out with great substances, but the iniquities of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled. That's why. That's all black people now, new, uh, newbie. Going after the black people, the influencers, earning millions of fucking dollars. They come out with great substances, black businesses, making millions online and shit now. Or in real fucking world. They're making their dollars, baby. The iniquities of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled. They've always been after you niggas. That's why I got nothing in my motherfucking name. I know how they fucking play. I was, hey, I wasn't raised in the church, but I was raised in the word, motherfucker. I never went to church, but I know the word, baby. Then I start studying them son of a bitches. I am a derelict in their system. I'm a vagabond. I ain't got nothing. You hear me? 
Now, teach my children how to protect themselves with that shit. You do not, motherfucker. Fictitious play with fictitious, motherfuckers. You the real flesh and blood. You do not get in bed with fictitious, motherfuckers. Real blood don't get in bed with fictitious, motherfuckers. Say that, Don. Say that. But these niggas still don't get this shit. It's boss lady, this shit is sickening, but yet, if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in goddamn Genesis. <laughs> they, boy, look at this shit here. This your Democrats. Republicans said this is some wrong ass shit. You going after work from home people. You going after influencers. You going off. You going after middle class people. You going after uh, uh, black. Uh, what do you call that shit? People who own their businesses. <laughs> Forgot what that shit called. Small entrepreneurs. Business, small business owners. Yeah, yeah. Well, remind you now. These dumbass niggas was believing. Your devil friend puppets called mainstream media. They were telling y'all that Republicans want your money. Republicans going to hurt your pockets. And dumbass niggas believing that shit as if, ain't no as if, they subconscious been wiped. And we've been warning these motherfuckers ever since we all got together on WGAG radio and did hot damn politics with Firelinus and Neff. They're wanting the same niggas that used to be in this bitch. Telling them the truth. Telling them what the fuck this shit is. So, isn't it conceivable, Don, that these PPP loans were just a gist to get people to give out their information? I said that. I said, no, not just to give up their information. But what I said is those PPPs and that stimulus shit is going to come back to bite their fucking ass. Because you ain't supposed to take nothing from that bitch. Nothing from the devil. They did it for a reason. Because, listen, listen, listen. You could be straight as a fucking arrow. They don't give a fuck. Your government do not give a fuck. You could be straight as an arrow. You are still going down. That's how trifling they are. Ain't nothing changed. You could be legit. They don't give a fuck. They need to put, they got so many Walmart fucking empty with goddamn sep- separate fucking pit bins or sales. They, wait, they can't wait to lock y'all motherfuckers up at a Walmart that you shop at. That's what this all about because you ain't going to be able to pay it back even though you legit than a motherfucker. They're going to find something. They're going to say you plagiarized. That's phony documents, all types of shit. That's how that's how the IRS did me one time, and I said, "Fuck that, I'm out, I'm out." You cannot play with them. You cannot be all right and exact with them, motherfuckers. They want you. They gonna get you. You can cross your T's and dot your I's. They still coming for you. So them PPPs, the work from homes, the small business motherfuckers, all them, man, look, you know what's interesting? What the? That key thing that they said that the IRS haven't audited in years. 
because there was somebody that kept them off our ass. They came mm. back this year, last year, hard. They came back hard. Yeah, that's from a whole different type of beast right there coming at everybody right now. I know for a fact. Yeah, they coming after, they coming for a lot of money. Just people just striving to do the right thing. They don't give a fuck. When they came at my ass, they said I made up them fucking receipts. I said, motherfucker, fuck y'all. I'm done. That was about 12, 15 years ago. I'm out your system. Fuck y'all. You know, fuck y'all. I'm not participating with you bastards no more. From this point on, I'm a fucking derelict. I do not exist. I'm a ghost. Because that was doing Obama. Obama had two fucking turns, two turns with his fucking trifling ass. That's, they were going hard on everybody and making you look like a fucking lie. I know about this shit. The worst shit a nigga could ever did was believe. Nigga of all generations, of all in all lands on this fucking planet is to believe. The worst fucking thing you could ever... It's that hope that gets you to believe. And I, or that belief that gets you to have hope in what the fuck you believe. This is bullshit. You cannot. You cannot. There is no right way to participate in a wrong ass system. No matter how you look at it, every day you get up. And you think you're doing right. You ain't doing shit right in a system that is set up to accuse you of something because they are diabolical. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. This is fucked up. And I ain't got no business. I ain't got no work from home. I ain't got no got. I ain't no influencer making money from no fucking. I wouldn't even do it because I knew it was a trap. You know what I'm saying? And I knew I knew that Instagram slash Facebook was trying to set my motherfucking ass up. I knew it. Look, what one of the things that the devil come after you with? Flattery, fame, shit like that, make you feel like you're special with the uh, with the upper crowd and shit. They came at me like that. I'll show it to you. I open up my motherfucking Instagram right the fuck now. You know what I'm saying? But they wanted me to divulge my articles of incorporation, my tax returns, and all my bank account. I wasn't, doing, I wasn't gonna do that shit. I wasn't gonna do that shit. You two hit a bitch up before I before they realized, bitch, you would never monetize on this, and I damn sure ain't, cause I don't. I'm not giving. I'm not fucking. No, fuck y'all. I knew this day was coming. Y'all didn't know this day was coming. All the motherfuckers made so much goddamn money being themselves on this damn inter-fucking-net bullshit, but yet they didn't think, nan nigga didn't think that the iniquities of the Emirates is not yet fulfilled. 
the same niggas that got in line that were that vote got I voted today uh, voted for a Democrat voted for a Democrat president Democratic fucking mayors Democratic fucking senators and shit you didn't think this shit was gonna fucking happen to your goddamn ass you didn't think this day was coming your successful ass you know, that's the end you didn't think this day was coming small businesses. Work from home. You, you influencers. You didn't think this day was fucking coming? I wouldn't dare. I pay my fucking way. Fuck you, piece of shit. Fuck you. I ain't finna be no goddamn Sammy Davis Jr. for no goddamn body. I ain't finna be no Vimarine Ice for these bastards. See, when you hate them. You don't want to really fuck with their ass. You want to pay your own fucking way. Now they coming for your ass. Either way, they got you. I'm a derelict. I'm homeless. I really don't even exist. <laughs> These motherfuckers, I do not. See, you pay your taxes, you work, you do all the right things, don't you motherfuckers? You fire your damn ugly-ass kids as a dependent and shit. They coming after you, niggas. I hope one day you, your children will know what you never knew because you was living off of belief on these motherfuckers, trying to just stay out of fucking jail, do the right goddamn thing. This motherfucker is diabolical. That Democratic motherfucker. They come with this fake-ass deceiving air that has never failed every time. They got the power to make bad look good and good look bad, and they damn sure did on niggas. Had niggas hating the color red for the color blue. And Negroes right now still, and then T.I. going to make a fucking statement. This dumb fucker, old bootleg Martin Luther King face-ass bitch nigga, he said he regret voting for Biden. After he done led millions of niggas for this bullshit to this mother. Look, look, look at this. Look at this crucifixion. Look at this slaughter. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. White man's bitch. That's a little too late for that, ain't it, player? So... If it hurts anybody here on WGAG Radio, I'm going to do my best to make sure they don't come after your motherfucking ass. Y'all participate with this belly bastard ass sick motherfuckers. Man. Whew. I always hurt niggas. Niggas is booming. I knew, I knew that that's what it was about when they shut down with the whole COVID shit. And I said it on the show. I said it five, six, seven, eight times. I said, Neff, this is to hurt black people because they were coming into millions so fucking fast and their businesses and everything. This was a direct hit on black motherfuckers. Yep. Yep, it was. And it will always be. Sad, man. Everybody went and bought Kanye album when he dropped it. 
But nobody voted for the nigga. 50,000 votes. But the nigga sold hundreds of millions of uh, albums down. See, you see, because they they under mind control. That's all I can say. You got to be under mind control if you're not going to vote for your favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? That's like saying if Tupac was running for president and nobody and only 50,000. Get the fuck out of here. That That's a mind control. That's something else going on here, man. That's, That's they did this shit to Negroes, I'm telling you. Yep. You'll give them your money, but you won't give them your vote. Yep. Yep. They. This is psychotronics, man. This they shit work, newbie. It works. Certainly. And it always worked, even before we were born. It worked on niggas. That's why it was so difficult. It would get our people together. Well, before we were born, though, that's the point. Travel always have a trap set. We ain't went nowhere, y'all. We ain't went nowhere. I don't give a fuck what car you in, what house you got. We ain't went nowhere. We ain't went nowhere. Six degrees deeper. Yep. We ain't went nowhere, man. But they did say the fourth generation shall come hither, come out with great substances, but shit, we ain't went nowhere. We ain't went nowhere. Well, that's your Democrat. So we got ARPA. They said ARPA is um, not DARPA, but ARPA. It's an American rescue plan. Um, If that's it. They ain't got DARPA. They got ARPA. Biden signs American rescue plan. What is the ARPA? That's March 12, 2021. This, what we're reading, said ARPA. That was already in play because this is 1993 right now. So the meetings were attended by representatives of the CIA, DIA, FBI, and ARPA. Civilians included representatives of the NIMH. We know what that is, right? The National Something Something Medical Something Something, ain't it? NIMH. Some old shit and GMC's director of biomedical research. Smirnoff, this is Russian experts now, met with all the motherfuckers. Smirnoff and his non-lethal weapons technology was brought to Waco during the Branch Davidian siege in 1993 in hopes of using them on David Koresh, but a software problem reportedly made this impossible, and Smirnoff could not guarantee his safety. A firm called Psychotechnologies Corp., based in Richmond, Virginia, entered into an agreement with the Russians to share and develop this technology for American use. Dr. Smirnoff died of a heart attack in 2005, and the patent is now held exclusively by Psychotechnologies Corp. SciTech, we we have the um, patent on that. We got their, um, not the patent, but we have, yeah, yeah, we got the patent to read all about it, everything that they got, SciTech. Anyway, SciTech is controlled by Colonel John B. Alexander, General Michael Aquino, and Lieutenant Colonel Albert Stubblebein. Name sound familiar? They was part of the MK Ultra in the United States, uh, CIA, all that shit. 
Woodpecker, World War IV. Full-scale electromagnetic warfare between the U.S. and the USSR began on July 4, 1976. That's the year I was born and day. (laughs) God damn. Full-scale electromagnetic warfare between the United States and USSR began on July 4, 1976, when the Russians began broadcasting a broadband of shortwave radio signal that could be heard all over the world. The signal is maintained at enormous expense. expense. The signal is maintained at enormous expense and is made up of the most powerful radio transmitters in the world. The Russian woodpecker radio signal varies between 3.26 and 17.5 megahertz. Shortly after it came online, Complaints were heard, mostly centered in Oregon, headaches, anxiety, lack of body coordination, and other symptoms. Wow. Dr. Andra Ja Puharich has researched electromagnetics since the early 1950s with connections to the United States intelligence community and is admittedly one of the world authorities. According to Dr. Andrea, the Soviets caught United States intelligence unaware with their 100-megawatt transmissions of extremely low-frequency waves. The F, extremely low-frequency, the F pulse covered the frequency range of the brain. I had a hypothesis that this was a new mind-control weapon that could entrain a human being's EEG. I designed an ex- I designed an experiment and conclusively proved that the Soviet transmission could entrain the human brain and thereby induce behavioral modification. They, the CIA, proved a certain elf frequency could cause cancer. I have repeated these experiments and found this to be true. A single ELF, elf frequency, classified, can cause cancer, disclassified. The U.S. Air Force identified five different frequencies in this compound, harmonic. Uh, The Russians were sending through the earth and the atmosphere. The intention was to affect a change in consciousness in mankind. The elf waves will penetrate anything and everything. The specially shielded Faraday cage, the ocean. Nothing stops or weakens these signals. It penetrates the Faraday, newbie. Wow. Because they elf. And it can be heard worldwide. Yeah, it was heard worldwide. Pooh, uh, what's the bitch name? I forgot. But Pooka Rich. Puharich and Beck proved that a signal of 6 hertz easily penetrated the copper walls of a Faraday cage. So could the rate the Russians use, so could the rate the Russian use of 6.6 hertz this cause depression. Y'all better listen to that damn Dr. Your class. You know the mm-hmm. one 
You know the one? When he goes into he goes into the hurts, how they sped it up, right? Mm-hmm. Remember then he said, and then, you know, the kids, and then they rock while they roll. And we didn't even with the music. So what they yep. did was speed up the tempo and the acoustic and blah, 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 blah. And then he just goes into it for a minute. He get quiet. And then he says, they're trying to destroy your nine magnetic particles, particles in the brain. Yep. That is on the um, people of the sun. Well, on WGAG radio, it's on the people of the sun. After that, then... Um, what what is it? Uh, I can't no, I can't think of the name of it. I can't think of the name of the um, class that I got. That's the one I play it all the time. Well, on the show. But this is it. This is it right here. Fucking six point six hertz. This caused depression. Seven point eight three hertz could make a person feel good. This was the Schumann Renaissance. Resonance, sorry, the Schumann resonance. 7.83 hertz could make a person feel good. This was the Schumann resonance, the Earth's pulse rate. Actually, it's at an 8. They off, but 7.8, I guess that'll get you 8. But that is the vibration. That's what he said. You need to you need to vibrate on what, come on, newbie, dance with me. Come on, the nurse. You need to vibrate um you need to vibrate. The earth vibrates at an eight on the octave scale. Octave, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's talking about. That's the. But he, the guy here, he's saying seven point eight. That's why he said seven point eight hertz could make a person feel good. This was the Schumann re- resonance, um, the earth's pulse rate, but it's actually eight. But that's how, that's what we need to vibrate. He said the earth. Vibrates or her, uh, uh, vibrates at an eight on the octave. An eight, right? All this shit this man was telling us. Here, these diabolical creatures right here. Disheartening. <laughs> like behavioral modification through <laughs> sound and spectrotronics. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I remember when um, I had to been like. 15, 16, or 17, and um, I was listening to uh, a doctor, your class, and living in Atlanta, and he said that they speed up the frequency on Thursday and they slow it down on Sunday. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah so by Thursday, everybody's acting all wild and crazy and shit because Friday, Saturday is coming. And Sunday, they they want to control, to calm your dumb ass down so you can be a nice, humble slave on Monday. Monday. Thursday. Yes. Yeah, so that must be why they, um, that's why Monday feels slow as fuck. To, you know, it's like a slow, calm. So they drop, they must have dropped the frequency to eight. You know what I'm saying? And that shit stay for a while and they turn it up gradually until Thursday and Friday. But I was like 16 years old, when, and I, I told everybody. And because of those towers all around the um, major cities that you niggas want to stay at because you don't want to live in the land of nowhere. <laughs> I was telling motherfuckers, we got to get out of here. They speed, and I started watching because you can tell, right, when you pull yourself out of it. 
because you're no longer involved in their games, their mind games, and you pull yourself out of it, wait till Thursday and just start looking at motherfuckers. Go out somewhere, sit somewhere where you can see cars and people, and you can tell that shit start to get the uh, frequency go up, go down a little bit more. 6.6 by Saturday, Friday night, Saturday 8 a.m. It's so many dead bodies, blood. If Doc works on, if Doc got to go in at at a Friday night or a Saturday night to work, Doc tell me it's going to be hectic. It's always hectic. Always blood and massacre. Blood and massacre, man. But I paid attention to that. I was 16, so I'm trying to tell motherfuckers. Look here, you know, every time I hear Dr. York, I told my my uh, peers, but who the fuck matter, man? Shit. There it is, right here, newbie. Turning up the frequencies. And what'd he say? Um, 10.8 hertz could cause riotous behavior. That would explain it. Because remember now, newbie, fuck! Remember the CIA shit, MK Ultra. That's what they wanted to control, the riots, get people out there and go crazy. Remember that was what they wanted. That's why they was wanted to master a lot of that shit. I just read it where Russia is, was interested in certain things too, and, and rioting was one of them. But the CIA mind control said the same shit to, to make motherfuckers riot. 10.8 hertz. Riotous behavior. Now wonder, cause it make you wonder why would motherfuckers, you know, just just all of a sudden everybody do that shit. It's it's no such thing, man. No, 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 nobody just everybody just don't. I mean, you look at one motherfucker just throw a chair against the wall. Everybody ain't finna throw no that chair they sitting in against the wall cause one motherfucker threw it. I'm telling you, it is a fuck. Ten point fucking eight. Ten That's point the eight. Reason, die. Yeah, they've been they've mastered this mind control shit, man. Whole and populations you, can be controlled by elf ways. And for your Faraday bags are not helping you. Not with the elf. Intensive research on such behavior modification is now being conducted by the United States government. Behavior modification, motherfucker. To find out just what such waves do to people. This electromagnetic research is similar to the secret drug experiment. There we go, movie. Conducted on the unsuspecting populace in the 1950s. I said, same shit. They were saying they want to be able to cause riots and get people to riot with this, with this fucking, with their, uh, what you call that shit? Project Artichoke and Project MK Ultra, all them different. That's what this shit was all about. Pujarich went over the heads of the disbelieving U.S. military and hand delivered a secret report to President Carter, Trudeau of Canada. That's how you pronounce that nigga name, Neff, the Prime Minister of Canada, Trudeau. 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 So President Carter and Trudeau of Canada. So let's take it back. Now, y'all know who Pooh Rich is, right? Some bitch that's 
the top of the top of whatever the fuck I, I don't know I was fast I'm gonna go up a little bit to find this so uh, she Dr. Andre Ja could be a man Puha Rich has researched electromagnetic since the early 1950s okay that's who that is um, and with connections to the U.S. intelligence community and is admittedly one of the world authorities that's Puha Rich so. Puharich went over the heads of the disbelieving U.S. military and hand-delivered a secret report to President Carter, what his name, Trudeau, Trudeau of Canada, and other Western dignitaries. The government moved quickly to shut him up. So it's a him, Puharich. The government moved quickly to shut him up, burning down his home and much of his research. Remember, he's the one that figured it out that, um, you know, this is damaging to people. So this your government burnt down his home and all that type of shit. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up tell talk. While in hiding in Mexico, he had managed to arrange a meeting and an agreement was reached. He has had no trouble with the CIA to date, save that his book on the subject of the ELFF war has been blocked from publications. We need to get our hands on it. On on their boot, boot. On their boot. The public remains uninformed, except for us. We're not the public. We're the private. On the subject (laughs) of the... (laughs) We private. (laughs) On the subject of the ELF cancer-causing waves, he says, these waves cannot be jammed. There you go, noobies. The lower frequency hertz waves are as low as 300,000 miles. You hear that? 300,000 fucking miles. The so it government can't be has, jammed. Ain't no way. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, maybe I could just throw the ohm on all day and just let it rock. But I don't know. That's what I, I do, goddamn shit. I play that all, motherfucker. Because that vibration it don't get you on their frequency. It gets you. Listen to that class again. I'll play it. Well, I don't know where to find it at. Um, I, fuck. Oh, shit. I, 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 used, I know the name of the class. But, Listen to where he talk about that shit and their own and the one that my eye class where he tell you how where to vibrate at so those frequency won't fuck with you. But he said the own chant can 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 drop you from that because remember the the ten point eight hertz, Earth is at an eight. Russian did it at a six point six hertz. Yep. That caused depression. Depression, yes. And, um, yeah. So the yeah. 10, the last one is the 10, right? Right, yeah, riotous behavior. Yes. But these waves cannot be jammed. The lower frequency hertz waves are as long as 300,000 miles. The government has built huge transmitters in South Africa, Australia, and other places to beam F waves back to Russia. 
So Russia is like, what is Russia like, the center location of some old shit? Because Russia is the one that set it off. Remember, not July 4th, well, I ain't going to forget. That's my birthday, July 4th, 1976. They all jumped on it. So I guess Russia's beaming in out and they're returning it from those, whatever yep. those antennas are from in Africa and Australia. Wow. And other places. Huh. There is no shield that will stop these signals. Although the U.S. government did not officially acknowledge that the country was under electromagnetic assault from a foreign power, they apparently responded in kind beyond what Puharich documented. Operation Peak involved firing. Let me look up Operation Peak, y'all, P-I-Q-U-E. Operation Peak involved firing electromagnetic signals off the ionosphere to ricochet down on Eastern Europe, with a particular focus being Eastern European nuclear installation. Operation Peak. They got a whole all types of operations. Everybody's a threat. Everybody's getting attacked, Dad. Eastern Europe, America, so listen, Africa. So it got to be something, though. If if they, if United States, Russia, Europe. Australia and Africa and other places uh, know about this, not the citizens, then these people must have something where it does not affect them. You got me? If if I'm Putin and and you, Trudeau or whoever, or you over there in Europe somewhere and, and some motherfucker got it set up for them niggas in South Africa, that means they have to have something where they're not affected by it. You understand? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I know what it is because we just talked about it. They know how to drop their motherfucking um, vibration. Not really drop the vibration, but, you know, however Dr. York said these are sorcerers, and my guys, you fucking with boo-boos. They have studied under the Tibetan monks, nigga, and became your fucking... <laughs> they, they have reached the path of enlightenment, okay? They know exactly what to do, I'm telling you. They know what to do, because why else? Wouldn't it backfire on their goddamn monkey ass? Yeah, they definitely have to have the antidote, right? Yep, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. The solution is always before the problem. Say it. Just like when they made bullets, they made the bulletproof vests. <laughs> 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 so it, it is something that is else-proof. But first, people, we must study that Dr. Your class, when he talks about the frequencies, three classes, that I know for a fact where, where I know where it's at, where he just, where he talks about how to do it, so they won't fry your nine magnetic particles, because that shit is to fry it. Okay, and boys and girls, before I get out of here, Doritos cause cancer. Stop eating that shit. Y'all got to find another, y'all got to find something else, goddammit. 
Yeah, anybody that's addicted to it, that's what I thought about because, you know, Queen Dita, she had cancer in her throat and her brain. I'm pretty sure she's recovering great. I haven't heard no news, so no news is good news. But she was addicted to Doritos. And that makes sense where she got her cancer from. Yeah, she was addicted to that shit. Twain said she was addicted to him in 2014. Yeah. They got they got something for everything, man. They These motherfuckers. Those bases are covered, Don. Every base everything, is covered. Everything, man. It don't even fucking matter, man. I watched, I was watching, I watched something on television, well, computer, but it was a movie or a TV show. It must have been a movie. And it popped up and said, warning, do not watch this if you suffer from something, 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 because, you know, the lights. See, now they have yep. them the same lights that they was putting in the nigger neighborhood movie theaters that was putting them under a hypnotic spell to kill each other. Yep. That's that sub. That's them. That's them motherfucker. That's the same shit. If you uh, remember, and what's the name? Uh, what is it? Come on, let me. X Files. When they started installing that shit into the television, they got more sophisticated. But they put the warning up there because they know nigga and I, me, you, nigga and me, you, cracker, dumbest is gonna. Oh, it just flashed for two seconds. By the way, like warning. Do not make calls. And then da da da. Then the movie comes on, right? <laughs> so, but they know that we don't give a fuck. They know that humans gonna watch that shit. Well, we warned them. And the same thing, I think somebody said it the other day. Somebody said this shit the other day about those um, vaccines. Um, what's the guy's name again? Doctor Fauci was made forcing people to get that shit and all of that. Well, I think it was Fauci or somebody. But they said that motherfucker said this. That motherfucker said, we, 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 didn't, we, we didn't force you motherfuckers. We, um, and nigga said, we, um, uh, we said it was voluntary. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we, we, we told you, you if you, you want to, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. Back to it now, huh? Oh. <laughs> you welcome to Brock. Great day, baby. Newbie. <laughs> uh, Twain, how you know about that? When, you, when, when did you? When did he say that? Do you remember? Because somebody told me that shit recently. I don't fuck it up. Look. This motherfucker, you didn't hear the key word, voluntary, volunteer, voluntary. You, y'all know about it? You didn't hear that? No, y'all didn't hear him say <laughs> Yes, sure did. I heard it on, uh, like a, on YouTube, he said it, yes. Yeah, say what, newbie? I heard it on a skit on YouTube where he said it. Yes, he did say it. And how recently did he say that shit after Most everybody got croaking? Oh, yeah, like, wow, right? See how this shit go? See it? You see it? You see how they play? Oh, yeah. I don't play with Devious. it. Devious. So it's your fault. 
Ain't nobody tell you to do no shit like that. That's what he basically saying, ain't he? Ain't he newbie? Ain't nobody tell you. Ain't nobody, I didn't tell you. Nobody told you. No, nobody. <laughs> not that motherfucker, man. Unbelievable. Nobody. That's you. You did it on your own free will, baby. Remember, look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste, but don't swallow. Swallow. Your own free will. <laughs> you did all that shit. That'll be all your own free will, man. Correct. See how they play you and everybody in that five-hour fucking film that I played. That me, remember you, you was only one up. Yep. Man, everybody kept saying they did it because they were told it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. And you know what Don Napoleon says. When you think you're doing right, you're doing wrong. And when you think you're doing wrong, you are doing right. <laughs> Ooh, shit. They're fucked up now. And it's sad. All the dead people can't even come back and say, what? Volunteers. After y'all done killed so many motherfuckers, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Obedience kills. Thank you, she doc. You are you are beautiful. Everybody's just so beautiful today. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, "I'm just beautiful today." Y'all are just been so be- beautiful. <laughs> I'm just beautiful today, doc. <laughs> Everybody's just been beautiful today for some goddamn reason on this show. Y'all just been behaving so beautifully. Just saying the right things, helping me out, man. Help co-piloting this damn show, man. Man, y'all some beautiful people, man. <sighs> if it wasn't for us, we make the world. We make the world look good. If it wasn't for us, don't. No. Somebody's got to do it, Doc. Yeah, man. Somebody got to do it, right? Somebody got to do it, man. I um I posted this. Um, <laughs> let me go to my page real quick. Man, I had to post this because I'm like, man, this is exactly what the fuck it is, man. When you, <laughs> I'm going to leave y'all with this shit. I got to find it first. Hold on. You leave y'all with this. Uh, hold on. Let me get this flat-chested Negro uh, out my way. Hello, it's coming. Give me a sec. There it is. I'm starting to think the secret to real happiness is being too dumb to realize how terrible everything is. <laughs> you know what that sounds like, Doc? Ignorance is bliss. Yes. <laughs> you read my mind, Doc. The secret to happiness, to real happiness, is being too dumb to realize how terrible everything is. There it is. There it is, in a nutshell. Man. <sighs> okay, so, uh, ooh, CIA are drug smugglers. It's a video on YouTube. I guess I'll play it um, on Tuesday then. Y'all tired of the Catherine? Have you, are y'all tired of listening to Catherine? 
Is she telling me good? I think Boss Lady liked it in um, Bar. So I should finish playing um, Catherine eight-hour fucking video. No, Catherine I'm... Griggs. Now, the chick, the interview that I'm playing with this, this chick, chick exposing everything. She was married to a top motherfucker in the goddamn military exposing all that shit. He'll get drunk and start spilling everything to her about every goddamn thing. What up, Rocky? Yeah, that Catherine. Now, what Catherine is you talking about? What Catherine, your girl? We're talking about this little goddamn chick here. Catherine Griggs. Oh, finances. No, I don't know her. She worked in the White House. Okay. She worked in there. She worked, E.D. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I got five minutes remaining, boys and girls. Anything else before I get up out of here? Uh, uh, shit, I had one for you. What you got, Don? What you got? Oh, type in CIA drug smugglers, federal judge Bonner, head of DEA, best evidence. That's on YouTube, but I'll play it later. I'll play it, um, you know, I'll get, get through, um, um, Catherine shit for the first hour. Of the Don Nicoleon show, even though it was eight hours, so that'd be about eight shows of her <laughs> spilling the beat. Catherine, y'all ain't got no Catherine. Y'all know we know Catherine. Goddamn, we found the bitch. We found Catherine. The fuck? We found Catherine, y'all. Shit. Goddamn, well, well, Bar found the family. I mean, not Bar, Brian Orion found her. Great day, uh, Taekwondo. Find Brian and tell I hope everything okay with Brian. I ain't seen him in a minute. So go holler at Brian and tell him at least people to say it in. Okay, we got to keep we got to keep tabs on each other, man. Three things can happen: death, um, your subconscious memory wiped away, and um, else. Or electromagnetic waves, so you got you know we got to keep tabs on each other, y'all. You know, just yeah, for the hell of it, okay? Man. I'm for real, man. I know some no. of you shady motherfuckers. Thank you, Neff. I just want to say thank you, Neff, because Neff told us that she was going to be away for some days. Now we didn't hear her say that we would be losing our fucking mind. Zena, wherever you at, you need to learn to communicate, okay? You was missing in action about the same amount of time. And we don't know what the fuck happened to you. This is very important. We're in crucial times right now. We need a buddy system, motherfuckers. We need a buddy system, okay? <laughs> this is for real. You hear me? We need a buddy system. This shit for real right. now. We all we got. Let's go. We all we got for real, goddammit. Okay? Oh, I know what I was going to say before I get out of here. Any any of you boring-ass motherfuckers watch Sandman on Netflix? No, I don't think I watched that one yet, Don. Don't. It wasn't good? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, pal Talk going on the maintenance in 30 minutes, so let's get on to get up out of here. Let's go into the, uh, let's go into, um, Neff. We're going to go into uh, um, Discord. Yeah, everybody that's in the after party, we're going to Discord. Um, you're welcome, Ellis. Great day to you. Uh, thanks for telling me what I needed to know to get those student loans paid off and become rich. I'm staying anonymous, though. <laughs> um, Sandman. 
interesting thing about Sandman, right, I, I turned Neff on to it because I know Neff could pull out a hell of a lot more than I do. It's just, you know what I'm saying, I watched the whole season because I don't really have a life, you know. <laughs> so I watched it in one sitting. Um, you watching Sandman now? Okay. Interesting enough, Alex the Crawley, so you know this shit got to be some type of truth in it. That's what I kept telling Neff. Alistair, it starts with Jews in the very beginning, for real. Notice that it's about that ruby. You peep that? See, newbie, remember? He was like, he got the, he said the diamond in the motherfucker. Nigga, but I said he told me the emerald. You saw that the bitch had the emerald. Have you got that yet, Neff? The, the other bitch got the emerald, right? Um, took the ruby, Okay. And shit like that, uh, but you know, when, you know, I mean, you, I know the science of this, some of this shit, because I was with the head scientist of the goddamn Nibiru motherfucker told me everything that I would need or would need, and that man cannot the fucking have. Watch Sandman, right. and then come talk to me. So I, should I watch have... it or shouldn't I watch it? That? Well, oh, well, I don't know, newbie. I don't know if you're really a peeker. Can you peep? A Absolutely. Okay, because last time I sent you on a damn mission, you just told me that the damn Wonder Bitch is trying to just. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say Marvel Universe, whatever the fuck, with damn Doctor Strange, man, and reported back some, some shit that I just. And I had to watch it myself, man. That shit that powerful. Uh, but look, watch it and let me know if you have time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, okay, okay, so look, 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 let me me finish my statement. Alistair Crawley, when you watch the first scene, there's a man going into Alistair Crawley's house. That's Alistair Crawley. He's going by an alias name, and I can't think Neff knows the name because she's watched it. What's the alias? What's his name on that bitch? A little bit later in the episode. Okay, let me get it to you now. A A little bit later in the episode, fuck. A little bit later in the episode, um, they actually tell you that it was Alistair Crawley, newbie. Later into episodes later. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that first episode, first season, um, the first episode is fucking good, hands down. Like, no no, no, no bullshit. Let me drop the um, the Discord link for y'all. Over there on YouTube, just for the hell of it, and join us. And that link will expire in five, four, three, two, one seconds. No, nah, but it should, it's probably going to expire for like seven days or whatever, so expire, so hurry up. Anything else? But, but check it out. Oh, oh, one more thing, right? One more thing. In the very beginning, I'm going to spoil it. Fuck you, okay? I don't give a shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm holding my pistol. Fucking spoil this shit, been having the piss for the past two hours. Look, look, okay, it's Alistair Crawley, and he and he draws this whatever the fuck it is, um, you know, and because he wants to summon um, the angel of death, right? So he has to call out a few names. The first name he calls out is Namtar. Sound familiar? Wow. Let's dance later on that. Definitely <laughs> Absolutely. It's a lot of stuff that I already knew that was going to pop up, you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm smart like that. I, I do. I know my shit. And three bitches pops up, and, and I said, these are the 
Hekete, Hekite, Heki, Hekite, you know, yeah, and they literally says it. I know my shit. I know my shit. I'm just fucking good, which is why I consider that movie, uh, the show was, you know, beneath me because I knew too much. And it proves Don's knowledge that Lucifer, she said it before, is a female. Well, Mm. they putting it all in there. The devil is a woman. I'm up out of here. <laughs> Lucifer, the bright morning star, is a she. And they have Mezzakine uh, right there with her. You know? Yep. They got Mezzakine right there with her and shit. Because it always bothered me, and it should bother you, when they always describe Lucifer as being the most beautiful of all of them. That's a female attribute. That should be common sense. But man has this dumbass ego where he just have to believe that Lucifer got to be a fucking man. No, if he's the most beautiful of all the angelic hosts, no such thing as beautiful of all. When have you seen a beautiful of all man, male? No such thing. No such thing. No such thing. And had a beautiful voice. And Tukiak took the spot, and and what he say when he ran up on Tukiak? This just like me, you know. In love with her beauty, with herself. That's female. That's fem. That's female. But you know, y'all keep believing. What you want to believe? That's why I said her seed and the serpent seed. Man don't have no goddamn seed, even though sperm is seed, etc. But that don't mean shit. The wars with the females Yeah Because she took his spot Remember Tukiak took his spot Took well her spot Lucifer's spot Right Yep they switched it Yeah come on now How does that make sense Does it And, And no voice more beautiful If there's female angelic beings And we know for a fact that Tukiak happens to be one Right Yep Right all right, so when does somebody says this male, be it man or angelic being, has the most beautiful voice of all? Never. Not a never. 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 But anyway, so, yeah, but they finally show it where Lucifer is a female. And your boy Alistair Carley called on Namtar. Because you know Alistair Crawley was also into your shit, right? Everybody knows yes. that, right? Alistair yep. Crawley was into your shit. So just study these names and everything. Just pay attention to this shit if y'all going to watch Sandman. I love y'all. Y'all have an awarding day. And I'll see you 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the Donna Colleone Show, baby. 9 o'clock p.m. That's the new time. Y'all have an awarding day. Peace. Radio. Radio.